2: What's good, baby? Damien Barling, one half of Dilo and KC, and thank you so much for downloading the podcast. Here, we really appreciate it, and hopefully, you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way, you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's news. Delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The reviews, call- Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, KC, D-Lo, KC. We a number one spot. We a number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but
4: we ain't two. We in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search huh? d low, K-C. KC, DLo, KC, DLo,
2: KC, D-Lo, We a number one spot. Vibe check, vibe check, vibe check. What's yeah. good, baby? Welcome in here to the Friday, January 19th edition of D Win KC. I'm Damian Barling.
5: The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself!
2: He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Hey, don't never say I don't love you, bro. Come on, man. Never say I don't love you. Appreciate you. Appreciate preaching for the for the for the people, for the people here. I got me a donut. You know what
6: I'm saying?
2: Shout I'm out ma- Shout out to uh my partner D I've been uh, I've been here. I, I had some meetings this morning and I was like, Oh, let me make let me make sure my man's taken care of. Good looking, man. Good. Make sure looking. My man's is good. It was it
6: good was, looking. Appreciate
2: you, big dog. Right there screaming your name. And we, man, we, need- we 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 did some of our work yesterday. So I was like, let me, let me get my man set up.
6: I need need something. You got
2: a big weekend. I
6: need something today.
2: I tried to wear, you know, I don't have, you know, everyone's wearing their team gear. Bruh. Bruh!
6: Yo, yo. yo, We already no. No, I already had a talk with a couple people. Did you see what the hell's going on here? Did you
2: see what your boy
6: uh uh the tribal chief is wearing? Yeah. And I told him, first of all, you need to get a Jordan Love. You can't be rocking around that board.
2: Yeah. And second of all, that
6: came out of nowhere. I said, What what the hell are
2: you doing? The tribal chief is walking around in a Green Bay Packers Ford jersey. I, I said, Sir. We're going to have to get you a promo sweatshirt. Like, you can't walk around with that.
6: I, t- I also told him he's not the tribal chief this weekend. That's mm, on the for the well. weekend. And that is what it is. I told him that. He knows what the deal is. And then my guy, John, with just a just a Seth Rollins chair to the back. Oh, no. What are, what are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see Jonathan? I didn't, Jonathan, this morning. Green paper shirt for Jonathan. Uh... I said, bro. Wow. I wasn't ready for that, but wow. that's all right.
2: So I tried to wear, you know, I got things that have 49ers colors on it. This, this multi-logo the jer- uh, uh, hoodie and the Siders hoodie. That's all you. I
6: got. I appreciate you. I'm trying to rock. Appreciate you. you want to borrow my Trey Lance jersey?
2: <sighs> <sighs> no, I want to slap the idiot that bought that as a Christmas present. That's what <laughs> that I want I've, to do. That
6: a, that's still there. I got uh, no No, that, there. that, that
2: individual is a jackass oh, is what he is.
6: Minute.
2: Goodness gracious. Oh, no. Not, well, not the idiot that walked into the store. <laughs> that one. Randy Gregory jersey now, right?
6: <laughs> Randy Gregory <laughs> put a duct tape of one and put Jennings. I on can't the name live
2: too. y'all life, man. <laughs> buying jerseys that get old a year later. I stopped buying dolphins jerseys like a long time ago. I just bought one throwback, and that's the mm-hmm. one I have. Yeah, you got the one, which is fire, right? Yeah,
3: that is fire. That it's is a, fire. It's actually
2: Larry Zonka. I gotta get a oh, you got a oh yeah. Oh, who, you didn't you don't have a picture with a merino one on? Maybe when I was a Let's kid a, a long marino? time ago. No. I thought general. you had a yeah. I thought you had one. Yeah, That's everyone's one. got a white Marino.
3: Wow.
6: Well, so, <laughs> <laughs> I still I still got to get my Debo, and I, I'm telling you, if, if this guy keeps cooking the way he does, man, well, especially if he Is, delivers this year, Uh-huh. we get a 13.
2: Is Debo ahead of Lamar?
6: Yeah, yeah, he's ahead of Lamar. Okay, Lamar, my boy.
2: Is Lamar ahead of Jason Tatum?
6: Uh, no, because the the spring summer is right around the corner. And that's when the tank top is coming. But he's obviously not, a, they're not ahead of Fox and Monk.
2: Well, I guess that's where we should start then. uh The Sacramento Kings, uh for the first time since the first four games of last season, mm. lose their four straight. Obviously, everyone is uh very aware of this. And I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know where you want to start. I said this on the Insider, so I'll say it to you because I'm curious your Opinion on this, the 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 run at the end of the game meant nothing to me. The final two minutes and twenty something seconds meant absolutely nothing. I don't I don't think it was a legit run to win the game. I never thought that they were going to win the game. Um, I, I feel bad for Malik's psyche for missing the, the free throws at the end, but I, I don't think if he had made the first that the you know we'd we you know be lighting a beam or, or dropping Drake bars today. Drake Barr should probably be suspended until further notice.
6: Actually, I was thinking about the exact opposite. We may have to go back to the old Kings. We're after Drake. every win. It's a Drake Barr.
2: <laughs> so, that may man. Be the next so here we are. We're back to the. We're back to the Luke Walton Alvin Gentry Kings. We've been doing
3: defeatist streak what? bit, but uh, it's been a defeated streak. Honestly, it's it pretty bad. We might have to do You're something. like it's
2: just what happened? What when was they his win. name? You're like broke. Was his name broke Corbin? Oh, yeah, Remember broke Baron broke. Corbin. Yeah, Drake bars are now broke Baron broke Corbin. As Corbin. Yeah. It's either that or it's a Gilbert streak at this point. Yeah, not broke good. As Corbin. Not good, big dog. <laughs> not good, big dog. Um, yeah, I, I didn't buy the final 220, and I'll, I'll keep it a stack. I thought De'Aaron was peak James Harden last night. Mm. I thought those 24 points were empty calories. I thought it was far too late. I think he had two scoreless quarters. I don't know why. I don't know if it was something the Pacers were doing. I don't know if it was something De'Aaron wasn't doing. I don't know if it was the lack of movement on the King's office because God knows there was plenty of that. Mm-hmm. But I uh, he walked away, I think, with 24. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like there was any substance to it.
6: And that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, don't I don't think
2: that's normal for Fox, mm-hmm. but I just don't think there was any substance to those points last night.
6: No, uh, I mean, that, that's fair to have that assessment of it. Um, it was a scramble. To to get back to that point where it was a one score game with under ten seconds to go or whatever the case may be, so I understand that. I mean, I I just didn't. They just didn't. um, They didn't. Well, really, they didn't play well on the defensive end. And right now, right now, it's getting to the point where it's always something with this team. You know, yesterday was probably multiple things as far as free throw shooting and defense. But it's always something like don't close out the fourth quarter or don't hit your free throws or turnovers or something like that. It's always something. And, yeah, they 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 got a couple of days to just try and figure this thing out, man, and, and get back on the same page as the group. Uh, I agree, De'Aaron, that, that wasn't a typical De'Aaron game last night. Mm-hmm. He just did not seem as engaged as we've seen him um, in the last year and a half, to be honest with you,
2: given that they've lost three in a row, isn't that a isn't that concerning? I mean, you want I, I I'm not of the belief, and you can you can you can rip this to shreds, and I know people will say they make millions of dollars, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Yo, I have a bad day at work. You have a bad day at work. I'm guessing if you're listening and you have a job, you've probably had a bad day at work. I'm not of the belief that these guys can't come in. You know. De'Aaron got a tough phone call on the way. Just the day goes wrong. Like we've all had that stuff. So I'm not of the belief that 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 you can't be off, right? But man, if 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 if, if your assessment is correct, that's a really really tough day to be off.
6: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And mentally, yeah, and and it's it's one of those things though, where hmm, how do I put this? Because he's he's accountable for how he approaches the game and how he plays and things of that nature, but it's it's almost akin to he can't have a game like that, and that's also not yeah. what you want. He right? lived
2: that life before.
6: Yeah, that's that's also not what you want. You know what I mean? Like, but you don't, you don't want a situation where if he's got eleven points going into the fourth quarter, yeah, that you don't have a shot. First, he, and and that's twofold. He shouldn't have eleven points going into the fourth quarter, and you don't want it. Where if he did, for whatever reason that night, have eleven, that you're down fifteen or whatever it is.
2: The tough part about you know this 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 thing with De'Aaron is like if going back to the analogy I was using, if I'm off, I got you right. You and Jesse can 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 pick me up, and like you know when I'm off, and I can see you elevate. I can see Jesse elevate. De'Aaron's relying on multiple other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's cool. Like if if like if Domas is up, yo, Kevin Herter, come on, man. Awesome. That's, that's, that's terrific. Keegan, fantastic. But you still have a a, a a large group of players that you need to elevate themselves. Mm-hmm. There is a problem at the starting four position or three position, whichever Harrison is considered. Mm-hmm. Two points, one rebound, one assist is extremely pro- problematic for this basketball team. It's compounded by the fact that the bench was non-existent yesterday. Mm-hmm. Cause, and and I understand Malik. I don't consider Malik part of the bench, and I don't think anyone does. I understand semantics. He comes off the bench. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about bench players, we're really talking about Trey Lyles. We're talking about Sasha Vatanikov. Shout out to Sasha. He scored the first non-Malik uh, bench points that's late crazy. in the third quarter. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, I, I think let me. he was the only
6: one. Yeah. it was it. Yeah. This, ain't, it ain't going to do it. That can't happen. That ain't going to do it. It can't happen, especially when – the bench it, like and I know you talked about Malik just now but you know when he's only got
2: 9 <laughs> I just look I just looked at I just looked at my notepad you remember the call we got yesterday about gambling
6: oh that's that's the first thing I thought about it was like a half point over right it was or 245
2: yeah the number was 245 and they scored 247 yesterday that was
6: that's why you don't I can't bet. do it can't do it especially in that situation I need to know if my man did it though and especially in that situation because uh that game had no business going over. No,
2: right, right. It had no business. Right. The Kings so went over the, the, the 15 under, two run You're or like, whatever yeah, we good, we good. Like yep. that's
6: that's a bad beat.
2: Yep. <laughs> that's yep. That's a bad beat. Yeah, super bad. Oh, I just looked
6: down. I was like, what is it? Oh my god, two forty five. Yeah, I thought about that last night uh, during the post game and just looking really? at those numbers. I was like, hold on, what is? Oh, oh, that's yeah. that's, that's tough. Yeah. It's the Buffalo
3: Wild
2: Wings commercial. They made the call. Man, made the call made the call. Uh Kevin Herder made the call. Shout out Kevin Herder. I was looking at I, I I was trying to gather some info here prior to Sunday. It was the Bucks. Prior to Sunday, the Kings were 4 and 0 when Herder scored 20 or more. Mm. They're obviously 4-2? they're they're 4 and 2 now. They've lost their last two, last night being one and then the Milwaukee game
6: being. one. and then you know I know people like to say no moral victories or whatever, but that is a good sign that you're starting to see him play better. I think that that helps out, and that yeah, that's a that's a piece of the puzzle. You're that that you can you're work right work with,
2: but you lost all of them. Yeah, all the games in which he's played well, you lost. Yeah, we'll come back. We're just getting started. Obviously, there's a ton to talk about. Kyle Matson's going to join us. Uh, we'll talk Kings basketball with him. We'll certainly. I get I mean, how you feeling?
6: Um. Uh, I'll talk, I I'll talk I'm going to want
2: about talk it, 49ers yeah. Packers. Everyone says this is a blowout. Do we even need to talk about it?
6: Oh, 49ers I, win going away It's easy work. I, I mean, I hear I hear Sharpie a lot of people in. I hear I hear a lot of people, you know, trying to trying to make the case. Okay. Trying well, to make the case for the Packers.
2: We're going to talk a lot of Kings basketball uh divisional round weekend. We'll talk about that as well. Uh we got James Ham in the final hour Kyle Matson coming up next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Oh man, James uh, Kyle Matson on his way in here. James Ham will be with us later. Let's talk to our man Brandon.
6: Uh, no, his official name. His official name is Brandon the Gambler.
2: Brandon the Gambler, uh, bro. Did you did you did you place Damn.
6: the bet? Oh, I placed the bet, and I thought it was good the
1: whole time until I, I realized that Harrison Barnes wasn't going to score more than two points the whole game.
6: So you went, but so. wait, did you go under or over?
7: I went
1: over, okay. I went over. Okay. Oh, you won? Oh, that's,
6: you. A, that's, that's a that's a hell of a win.
7: But it was a parlay. I needed the Kings to win
8: also, oh.
6: so oh, I didn't
2: well.
8: win.
6: <laughs> all right.
2: Well, all so,
8: bad.
2: sorry about that. What
8: I decided is I'm just not going to bet on the Kings until Harrison Barnes traded because you can't
6: be a starter. In Damn. In
2: <laughs> Brandon the Gambler lost his whole, lost his whole game because
6: – That boy Brandon the Gambler got a sore ankle.
2: Oh, well, he's like <laughs> – He's on strike. Kyle Matson. What's, what, what's, what's your problem? Just, uh, just vibes are down today. Yeah, I see it's, that. The vibe's tough today, Dude, man. you got a Disneyland hat on. It's How upset can you be with a Disneyland hat it's on? the Kings. You're the got, Kings. It's uh, you, yeah, your the Your team's got, got a cakewalk coming up this weekend from what everybody tells me?
7: I
6: disagree, but okay. No, they're going to beat the hell out of the Packers. Uh,
7: mm, mm, they might. Could. Give me a
6: football reason why the Packers will hang with them.
7: Because the 49ers don't stop the run particularly well, and Aaron Jones is very, very good, uh, okay. especially as a pass catcher. I can see him generating a couple explosive plays on screens. And if the Packers can get in a positive game script where the 49ers are playing from behind and the Packers don't have to abandon their run game, then I think it could be closer than you might anticipate. What but may- on the other hand, the 49ers are way more talented, and maybe they go up 7 nothing. And Jordan Love d- turns it over once and then it's a two score game and the Packers can't use Aaron Jones and it turns
6: into a route let me like, let me, sure. let me ask you about the I'm, I'm seriously asking because I can't remember since that three game like when we talk about stopping the run, I think there was a Cardinals game in there where they didn't stop the run uh, particularly well uh late in the season and then you got the three games um that they lost. But they didn't stop the run particularly well. Mm-hmm. other than that, there has there been any issue because yeah, they, still... they haven't
7: had to because they haven't like that's the big thing is they get up on teams and teams have to get one dimensional.
6: Hey can I read something
2: from the Kings real quick? Yeah, it's just I find this interesting. This is the is Stockton it, Kings
7: is an analysis of the 49ers Packers game?
2: It's not, but mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting enough to interrupt you okay uh, Monty McNair announced that Anjali Rondadive has stepped down. As the general manager of the Stockton Kings, to pursue a PhD and focus all of her attention on her nonprofit Jaws and Paws, hmm. uh, Stockton Kings assistant general manager Gabriel Harris will resume day-to-day responsibilities.
6: Well, that's interesting. I, find, I i, 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 I no, I—I
2: just thought I just thought
6: it was interesting.
2: This that was. Is- fascinating
6: what y'all thinking well it was a really this, this radio show this radio show what you think no, it got no it was, was a really big deal a few months
2: ago when Anjali Lindsay mm-hmm. took over as a, a as the first two females to lead a mm-hmm. right and it's over just like that yeah that's, that's i I just so I, I don't hey good for her. I love I love the jaws and paws thing. We saw the dogs on the drip walk last night. Yep. I don't know if Davion and Keon are afraid of dogs, but they certainly <laughs> did not look comfortable holding them. Um, shout out to Herter and, 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 and Domas, uh, who who were who were treating well. dogs like the like the like the like the loves they should be. I don't know. It, it, I I saw a front office transition alert, and I just I don't know. It, it's interesting to me.
7: Mm. That is super interesting. Well, but it it's just, that is just like, at Nani yeah. salute.
6: Just shout out at Nani. She she changed everything here. With the kids. Well,
2: some 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 would say that
6: changed it all. Big some to would her. say that. I, my my first thought is, it feels like, um, and I, I don't know her at all or anything like that. But it feels like Anjali kind of is trying to find out what she wants to do. She used to be an artist. Mm-hmm. And then she. Got into the basketball world, mm-hmm. front office, and all this other stuff, and now she's doing this. So she's like, "How?" She's trying to figure out, I guess, trying to figure out what what she wants to do, what our purpose is, and stuff.
7: That's an incredible life that you figuring out what you want to do is like. All right, I'm going to start a nonprofit, <laughs> and I'm going to go be the GM of a G League team. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to go get my PhD <laughs> instead. When I was doing that, I was like, "All right, I'm going to try working at a pizza place. I'm going to see how that goes. <laughs> right, I go." I'm gonna go do laundry at a skilled nursing facility. Let's can, see how that goes.
2: Can can I? <laughs> I'm gonna point something out, and I don't mean to be cryptic with this assessment. But we've Kenny. I think I feel like Casey and I have said for years: be careful about what you read. Be careful about what you hear. Some people don't have filters. They're told something, they immediately recite it. We share a lot with you. Mm-hmm. We don't share everything with you. Mm-hmm. And all I'll say to Vivek bro if you're listening you got a lot of people around you that aren't about you because mm. we were told stuff mm-hmm. and that announcement flies in the face of all of that stuff that is why it's fascinating
6: and to be honest with you <laughs> hey to be, to be honest with you I never I, Vivek, I believe... change your
2: circle bro yeah, yeah, yeah you've got you've got some
6: Come to thirteen Change twenty. It, yeah, hey, but back <laughs> we got you, go. bro. We got you. <laughs> and to be you. honest, with you, I, I, didn't, I didn't believe none of that stuff for a second when I heard none you. of it. I said, "Come on, absolutely man. none of it. And it, and it." and it sounded like people were trying to, once again, trying to just make them look bad by putting that stuff out there. That,
2: that I didn't. That do we do. didn't put out there. Yeah, the right. The people who relayed it to us, we didn't put it out there. Right. But I, I, every time that was told to me, it was like that doesn't, that doesn't check yeah, that's out. Why? Yeah, like no, that's, it definitely that definitely does doesn't. not check out. Yeah. And thus, this announcement confirms yeah. all of that stuff we were hearing Never hmm. that does not check out.
6: Like you said, keep them squares about your circle. Man.
2: Yeah.
6: That, bo- that bothers me pouring. so
2: much. It bothers me so much that he has, he being Vivek Ranadive, has, I'm going to say, more than one person around him who actively works to make him look bad. Yeah. Mm. And it's just yeah. a question of whether a journalist is going to vet that Run with it, or if a, a, a non-journalist finds out and just spouts it out,
6: mm-hmm. right? And that's the worry, right? I, I
2: think a lot of these because channels... once that stuff is out there, right? It's out there, right? Exactly, and it's that's been the case now for years yeah. under Vivek Ranadive.
7: Yeah, man.
2: Well, cool. So Angelia well, steps down as the uh, Stockton Kings general manager. My, uh... The Kings,
7: the Kings are doing the whole four on five thing by continuing to oh, start shit. Harrison Barnes. Am I right?
2: <laughs> well. Am I right? <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Boy uh, two points, one assist, one rebound, ain't
6: it? Hey, hey, one thing's for sure: Boy Harrison gonna get his cardio
9: in. Oh, <laughs> he gonna get nice his cardio jog. in. I yeah, love
6: that's it what he him. doing, man. He getting his cardio in every single Bro, game.
7: You tell me, I can go do 20, 25 minutes of cardio and then go watch an NBA game courtside? Come on, man! I get paid fifteen million dollars for it. I
6: wanted, I wanted. Seventeen to million. I wanted to chill on Harrison because you know I've I've um, been been pretty um, rough on him for much of the season. So I was going to chill on him today, but since it was brought up, I mean that's that's awful. That's awful yeah. that this continues to happen. Right. Right. At right. what point? I'm just going to say, at what point do you have some pride in in your production? That you say, you know, another 25 minutes or so with two points, one rebound, mm-hmm. not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say, you know what, my name's attached to this? I don't wanna, it, it don't matter if you're upset or uncertain or anything that's going on. I get all that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, have some self respect for the production that you're putting out there if you're asked to go out there every time. Yeah. Cause that's, that, that Harrison Barnes is we, we, too good. He is too good, too I, that's talented it. That's it. to have those type of stat lines night after night after night. That's it. And for me, it's not even the field goal attempts.
7: It's not the two points because James laid it out. Like You look at who was taking the shots last night, and those are the guys you want taking the shots. But the, the fact of the matter is the field goal attempts are so low because he's not going in and getting rebounds. Mm-hmm. He's not going in and, and, and asserting himself more. And like you said, it's frustrating because Harrison Barnes does not suck. Harrison Barnes is not a no, bad basketball not, player. Not at all. He is a very good NBA player who a good NBA team could use, and they're not getting anything out of him. And that's the frustration.
2: So at what point, though, and I agree with everything both of you said about Harrison Barnes, at what point do I start to point the finger at Mike Brown?
6: How <coughs> oh, So for what? Yeah, I mean, Why about is he still out ago? there? Well, who's you replacing don't... him?
2: Trey Lyles.
6: Yes, absolutely. Okay, Trey Trey Lyles can't get you two points in a rebound. Trey Lyles is not um, Charles Barkley uh, or Tim Duncan or nothing like that. But he's averaging five a night. Sure, he'll he'll go out there at the very least. When you see Trey Lyles, you'll say he'll get active. Mm -hmm. He'll get active out there, and it can't be any worse than what's going on right now. Put Trey Lyles in there at the starting. I think it might get worse defensively. I
7: think it might get worse defensively if you do. How? Did you watch Harris, last night? Did you
6: see what happened last
5: doing? night?
7: <laughs> All right. He's, he's he wasn't doing good last anything. Night. He was really bad last night. No, no one was
2: no good doubt. last night. This no this basketball team, what was it, 17th or whatever defensive rate? This team is not good defensively. What I can't figure out, and, th- and maybe this is why Mike Brown isn't at fault for any of this. How did Mike Brown go to the podium 10 minutes after that game and explain exactly what to do with DJ McC- T.J. McConnell? How did what Mike Brown say to do coincide exactly with what Mike Bibby said he would do Mm -hmm. during the game as it was happening? Mm -hmm. How did they have the same exact philosophy on defending him, but yet the guys on the floor didn't defend him that way? T.J. McConnell was threat level zero to shoot a Mm three-pointer, and he blew by that Sacramento Kings team time and time. By the way, who called that? the Dealing with KC said yesterday, TJ McConnell's going to cook. Mm. If y'all aren't paying attention to what you're doing, TJ McConnell's going to cook. Yep. He's a good Fried player. their asses up last night.
6: Yep. Again. And in- the-, the bad thing about
2: that. TJ McConnell and Kavon Looney own stock in the beam.
6: The-, the-, the bad thing about that for, for me is TJ McConnell isn't a first-year player. He's not a second-year player. Mm. He's been in this league for a while. We all know what it is with TJ McConnell. And – just continue to let it happen. Just continue to, no no assertiveness, nobody taking uh, responsibility and accountability to get in people's face and say, hey, let's cut this out. It's TJ McConnell doing this. That's the thing. It, and I know it doesn't necessarily work like this, but
7: but we're, just follow me on the kind of broader picture. Who is the player on the Kings that when, This happens when Mike baby says, Hey, when TJ McConnell is driving and he gets down the baseline, you need to cut that off. And when Mike Brown says, Hey, when he's driving down the baseline, you got to cut that off and make sure that he can't get through the baseline. And then the players aren't doing it. Who in the locker room after the game is like, Hey, or halftime, Hey, we need to figure this out. Like you need to pointing fingers and saying, Hey, you need to step up. Who's the player in the locker room doing that?
6: It should be Fox. It should, it should be, be Monk. It should it, be Sabonis. It definitely should be. Hell, we talk about veteran leadership. It should be the veteran. <laughs> he ain't doing it,
2: JaVale? Yes. No, you meant Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know you meant Harrison. Was... No, but
7: that's and that's I think a little bit of the problem. And, and D'Lo, we were talking about uh, during the handoff, like the bigger picture kind of problem with this team. While I agree with everything you you talked about with the roster construction, I, I have no quarrels with that. I think there's also a problem of, hey, they're not doing X, Y, and Z correctly on a night in, night out basis, and I don't think that there's a that there is a vocal leader who's going to call people out and force the issue on that, and I think
6: that's a problem. And, I mean, so there's that, and um, these guys just gotta, they gotta, they gotta know. Like they got to know they these. figure things. it out. Yeah, they got they have to know these things. If I'm, I all these guys they understand NBA basketball. They understand what's going on or whatever. That they don't they know basketball, mm-hmm. right? They they got to this point. They know basketball. The little things that we talked about the other day with not giving up three pointers. Mm-hmm. You know, late in games when you're up four or six or something like that. That's that's common knowledge. You should know that. Mm-hmm. TJ McConnell. I'm looking at the shot chart right now. Every single one of his. 14 shot attempts were in the paint last night. Once you get to seven, it's like, just back up off him a little bit. Back up off a bit and sit your cup down, all right? Because he's not shooting a jump shot. He doesn't want to shoot a jump shot.
7: If De'Aaron Fox got 14 shots in the paint out of 14, you'd be like, oh, my God, he could. Whole
2: well, we have more breaking news, and I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, Antonio Pierce will be the new head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. There we go. Good for him. There good, we go. Good and good for the Raiders doing the right yeah. thing. Good. Love that for him. Uh, there we go. Antonio. Again, from Adam Schefter, the Raiders are working to finalize the deal to hire Antonio Pierce as their head coach. That's the right move. Um, I always get the wrong. It's Ch- Champ Kelly, right? Chip it, Kelly. M- Stop it. <laughs> because um, Bailey always lives in my head. Champ, Champ Kelly, it sounds like he's going to remain because he was a part of mm. the interview process. Yeah. Uh, he was obviously the interim general manager. That hasn't been announced at all, mm. nor has any sort of search yeah. been announced. Yeah. But the fact that he's been a part of the process for looking for a head coach sure gives pretty good indication that it, it yeah. looks like he'll be back with the Las Vegas yeah. Raiders as well.
6: Yeah. That's, that's good stuff, man. So, they, that
2: that right. poses a lot of questions we don't have to ask or attempt to answer right now. Uh but Antonio Pierce is uh back with the uh he is back good with the Las AP, Vegas man. Raiders.
6: Good I for AP. I'm glad to see him get this opportunity.
7: Me too. It was the right move. I don't know long term if he's going to be a good coach or not, but I know right now that team needed a foundation and a direction. Mhm. And I think he gave them one last year, and I think pulling that rug out now would have been a huge mistake. So, yeah, he, good for good for Mark Davis and good for the Raiders. He
6: he earned that uh, this yep. opportunity, no doubt. With the way that he took over the reins and did his thing uh, when he was given the opportunity, he earned yep. the the opportunity to see this through for a couple
7: years. The way that defense played in Kansas City at the end of the year on on Christmas Day mm. that sealed it for me. Like I was mm. already leaning that way, but when they when you win a game when you don't throw a pass first quarter, mm. like that's that's remarkable yeah. and the coaching so good on them
2: i'm a host and don't know what to do because i've interrupted you to break raiders news i've interrupted to bring uh, uh, uh anjali breaking news. uh news can i can we, i talk we, about donuts? You you can absolutely talk about donuts
7: i got donuts today thank you and i went to the i went to baker ben's donuts right down the street on douglas shout out uh, open 24 hour which mm-hmm. is big that's time for I'm your boy about. when when yeah, you pull up at the time, time, time i'm pulling yeah, up that's big it's really time. nice that they're open and, Your uh, day
2: does not start at 10 o'clock with the insiders.
7: No, no, it does not. Uh, I got two of the chocolate donut with the peanuts on it. Yes, you did. Because I knew that last time you guys had a little quarrel about it. So I just made sure in my box of, of oh, two yeah. dozen, I said, let me get two of those. We appreciate you. But yeah, this, is this that.
6: chocolate? It is. Okay.
2: I double checked. I, I was concerned too. I thought it might be like I, caramel. It definitely, or oh, it I, definitely it, looks it like Nutella. I thought it was it like caramel. It's got a Nutella no, It is.
6: And I was like, well I can It's, confirm. it's good either way. I, I can like confirm. Like the bread <laughs> is really what takes it over the top. The dough takes it over the top. So I'm not really tripping over it, but I, I didn't know if it was chocolate or not. But but yeah, good looking. Bring I went,
7: yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I went when I was in there and I'm ordering, there's two people in the back and they're making the donuts. That, like they make them and they put them on their it is wild their operation. And they're back there singing and they're having a great time. I was like, I I want to kinda want to work at a donut shop. <laughs> they were having a great damn time
6: back there. I get to work in the early in the morning. Nobody's really bothering you too much. Good
7: yeah.
2: Anyways. Uh, so Kings 49ers or Raiders? What do you, what <laughs> let me,
6: do you want to do? Let me go. Let me, let me go. Uh, 49ers while
2: I got, going. yeah, let's do that.
7: Um, we're hitting the over today, Jesse.
6: <laughs> I, I, I have, once again, I have a healthy respect for just the game for the game and, and, and what could happen. I have a healthy respect for that. I have a healthy respect for Aaron Jones. Um, Jordan Love looked really good last week. He's played well towards the end of the season. And I continue to say um, the uh, drawn a blank coach right now. Um, Matt LaFleur? Matt LaFleur. I think he's a really good coach. I he's agree. He's a really good coach. Very good. You gave a football reason why um, the Packers could beat the 49ers. Mm-hmm.
7: I don't think they that, will. I don't. I'm 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 not betting on that. Yeah, I I don't
6: I don't think any of that happening. I don't think it. Like I I think <laughs> I think I think everybody's kind of overthinking this thing because the the Packers beat up a flawed Cowboys team sure, that other people sure, sure. thought were like elite. Sure. And they they had some elite qualities, mm-hmm. but that that secondary and that linebacking core has been what they've been all year. Mm-hmm. The only time the Cowboys look good is when they were playing the worst teams in football. Mm-hmm.
7: Well, they, they had trouble stopping the run the entire second half of the year. Th- th- that's
6: the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they would they would beat the hell out of the worst teams in football, and people would look at them like they were elite. Mm-hmm. Or at the same time, when they would play the better teams, that defense would give up points. That offense wasn't as mm-hmm. explosive. So I, I say that to say, the Packers handled a team that probably wasn't as good as everybody thinks they were. Yeah, and now they're coming into. On the road, on a short week, coming into the house of arguably the best team in the NFL or in the NFC, mm-hmm. and they're they're gonna they're gonna not saying this is what you said. I'm just that they're gonna handle these guys. They're gonna they're gonna do enough to to put put some fear into these guys. I just don't see it. I, no doubt. I don't see this team. Number one, one of the biggest things is I don't think their defense is good enough. So that's the defense isn't good enough. So the Niners will always be able to play at their pace.
7: That's that's one of the big things going the other way. Like you said, give you a football reason why. That's just a football. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Cowboys all year could not generate a run game. Mm-hmm. All year that was a problem. They let Zeke go. Tony Pollard. He's the dude. Tony Pollard was not the dude. Mm-hmm. And they, when Green Bay's run defense has been susceptible all year, they give up 200-plus rushing yards like five times. Mm. That is so many times to give up 200-plus rushing yards. Yeah. And it's like eight where they gave up 140 or more. Mm. And the 49ers want to and will run the football. So that's, that's to, to the point you're making right now. That's what I think the biggest difference is, is the 49ers are not going to get into second and long, third and long, mm. because they can't, at least consistently because they can't run it. Mm-hmm. Like they are going to scheme up ways to generate explosive plays with Christian McCaffrey on the ground with Debo Samuel on the ground. Those are going to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the big difference is between the 49ers and the Packers. The 49ers are going to be able to run it and I, I don't I don't 100% know what the Packers do to stop it that doesn't make them susceptible to to play the play passing yeah. Yeah, game. Yeah,
2: There's no football reason we went over this with Rob Brooks yesterday. I love Rod. Everything he's he's Rod. he is just phenomenal. Everything lines up for the San Francisco 49ers in ju- in just terms of a matchup, right?
7: Mm-hmm. Yes. There's yes. no
2: I, I mean you talked about defending the run and things like but that's a that's a pretty small thing. Yeah, it's not it's
7: not right. It, it's not like I'm sitting here going, "Wow, Aaron Jones is going to rush for 140 yards." I don't know what the Niners are going to do to stop. And it. that's essentially like, what is, it would take. That's though, what they right? would have to like, do. Yes, yes.
2: Like they can give up. They could probably give up 100 yards to Aaron Jones. Yeah,
6: and and to that point, um, you're you're right. And and they haven't. There's been games when they haven't been great against the run. But don't they still have a hundred game rusher streak going on?
7: Yeah, it's a long time. It's like 30-plus games <laughs> now. Crazy. But again, but a lot of that is because of game
6: script that they get into. Yeah, exactly. Where they just teams have su- to but abandon run But I'm surprised like. they, they didn't give one up against Arizona. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what um, their running back ended up with, but it felt like he had some big runs, and they he would like have a 100 plus. yards in that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I was saying, it's going on like two, three years where they haven't given up 100-yard rusher.
7: I think I want to talk to you about specifically, Kenny. Mm. I feel like the Niners and Packers have a weird rivalry. So this is going to be the 10th time they've played in the playoffs since 1996. Mm. So that's 10 times in less than 30 years mm-hmm. in, in the postseason. The most in NFL history. The Packers owned the first five. They were 4-1 in the first five. The 49ers 4-0 oh in the last four. Mm. I feel like there's a split among Niner fans where Niner fans like 36 and older view the Packers as like, hate the Packers, hate everything about them. Whereas 49er fans like my age, I don't really remember. The the Terrell Owens catch mm-hmm. was my first vivid football memory. That was 1999, January mm-hmm. of 99. I don't remember any of the other losses to the Packers. So most of my life, they've just kicked the, the Packers of the <laughs> annual, like, hey, they're going to kick the hell out of the Packers and move on to the next round. Yeah. Like, that's just been the thing. So I don't view <laughs> do the Packers that way. But, but Bonte is like, hey, the Packers... Like I hate him, yeah. can't stand him because Bonte is like sixty-five years old. And so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I, so that's I, I think that's a and fascinating I, aspect. And I'm
6: I'm there because it was Brett Favre and going into Lambeau and it's it, it's playoffs and it was regular season too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just dreadful. Mm-hmm. It was just dreadful. And they in '95 when they got him, it felt like. Oh, Niners are about to go back-to-back. Back. I, I was a young boy. I wasn't, like, really engaged with right, the X's right. and O's. I just, know. oh, the Niners, Super Bowl champions last year. Those are my boys. We got the Packers. We're probably going to play the Cowboys again. Let's mm-hmm. go. And then all of a sudden, old boy puts a helmet on the ball, fumbles, um, or forces a fumble for the 49ers, and they get beat up by the Packers. I'm like, what? Yeah. Where'd this come from? And then... You got Desmond Howard in the rain. Yep. You got them with Jeff Garcia and Terrell Owens and the interception uh, late in that game, yep. and it just felt like they were going to kick your teeth in every single time you played them until yep. you got over that hump, and there's really been no looking back since yeah. since then.
2: Uh, Kyle Matson, uh, NinersWire.com, of course, the insiders as well. Ten to twelve p.m. here on ESPN 1320. I forgot your score. What was your score for this weekend? And 30
7: to 24. I think that's how it's going to go.
2: But I think the Niners
6: control it for the most part.
2: Really? 30 to 24? Yeah.
7: The
6: over-under is 50 and a half. I think they oh, cover. Wow. I think they cover. I think they cover. I was talking on the morning roast this morning. I think I said 3720 or something like that. The that's Niners, cool that the Niners aren't. Un- what you say the okay. spread? was again? 10? 9 and a half. Oh, so nine the, um, the, the, the Niners aren't unbeatable. This team doesn't have the formula to beat them.
2: Yeah, I think the
7: I think a team like the Lions or even even Tampa Bay, with the way Tampa Bay is playing right now, would have a better chance to go into Levi's and win than than the Packers do.
2: Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, let's get the 49ers through this weekend first before we start working worrying about their humble uh, hearts. Their oh, is,
6: when we come back, I'll explain why I ain't gonna be humble. For, forget it.
2: <laughs> oh, can't <laughs> uh, wait for ba- that.
6: Baker gonna pull the
7: upset?
2: Uh, I'd love to say yes. I don't think so. Nah. all right. Yeah, I don't think so. I've kind of, I, I have, I don't think I've discredited the Lions, but I haven't really bought into the Lions all year. Sure, they're they're, they're a good football team. I, I love Baker. I love what the Bucks have done. I think this is probably where it ends. I agree. Um, I'd love line, for them to do it. I just don't think it happens.
7: I think the Lions might kick the hell out of them. I think it might get
2: ugly. It, 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 I don't think that. Well, it's possible. Yeah, yeah that's certainly possible.
6: Um, uh, real quick, the other two. Just real quick, wins Go call Ravens. Ravens win
7: it. Um and what's the other game? Chiefs-Bills. Chiefs. Chiefs. Bills. Chiefs. I, I think the Bills get
2: the Chiefs this time. I do, too. Yeah. Oh, we're all going the Bills. Yeah. Wow. Bills. I'm betting on the Chiefs.
4: Wow, <laughs> we're all going the Bills.
2: Uh, we'll come back. We'll get back to the Kings. Much more ahead It's Stephen 1KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320.
4: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: If we told y'all what's going on right now, you wouldn't believe us. No, you really wouldn't. If we we told you what was going on in this building right now. Yo, it's kind of crazy, man. Y'all would think we was lying.
6: It's kind of crazy right now, brother. It's a trip, man. It's kind of crazy.
2: Hey, all I can tell everyone listening and watching, we loved you. We love you when we tried. That's all all I'm going to say is we tried.
6: If we we get that run in, oh, man.
2: I'll text you, Kyle. Kyle's confused. I'll text you, Kyle. We get
6: that running, that's crazy.
2: It might not be dead. We're working on it.
6: <sighs> say what's up that's all you gotta do. that's it we we need we we, we ain't gotta talk about hey, hey guys,
2: well, me <laughs> we may wanna do a little more than that. We gotta do a little more than that. come on yeah. man we got a responsibility yeah
6: I mean we're gonna try
2: <laughs> Cat Williams is here that's that's what it is.
6: <laughs> what cat <can't> say? <laughs>
2: say uh. Oh, I can't, I don't know, man. I, I, don't know I, don't know, man I don't know where that button is I don't know, man, what? I don't know where that button is yet. I need that
6: drop. Uh, I'm, I'm going to cut that up. I'm going to find out. I don't know, man, what? Where? Where's that drop
2: at? This one. You having an unnatural allegiance to
8: losers is not like you. Yeah. No.
6: <laughs> doesn't apply to anything,
8: but. It's, it drops.
6: it's the
3: anniversary of the Who Was Talking About You today. Yeah. Oh, I is it? Know. I think we still got that up. Yeah, who
10: Was Talking About You?
3: I think it was a wrestling one What today do you too, call him, bum-ass Crabtree? And yeah, he said, when you put me up against a receiver like a <laughs> Sorry, bum-ass yes. Michael
2: Crabtree, whatever, that's all you're going to get.
6: He says, sorry-ass yes, receiver that, like uh, Crabtree.
2: That's tree. what he said. That's yeah, what he said. That was
6: tough. I walked into that bar, head down. <laughs> I was hurt. Understandable. I knew the Niners were going to win that one. It's also the anniversary of the last uh, time the Niners won NFC Championship, which was against the Packers in 2020 on okay. this day.
2: All right. I'm going to do my best to kind of refocus us here. I do want you to pay something off. I want to get back to the Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said you're not going to be humble. No humble hearts. Forget it. What was it?
6: No. So, look, oh. here's the deal, man. Don't, oh. Here's a couple things going on. Okay. 49ers have an excellent shot to win the Super Bowl, they got an excellent shot to win a championship. I'm looking back, and I'm 40 years old. Let's just say I remember starting at 30, at five years old. 35 years of uh, rooting for this team. How many years do you think I had, like, yo, this team can win the Super Bowl? It's less than 10, less than half. So that point being, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to talk crazy because there's numerous times when I couldn't say anything. Because the team stunk. So we're going to enjoy this. We're going to have a good time. All right, I'm going to talk that talk this whole road through. Here's the other thing. A lot of people, well, there's actually three things. So here's another thing. If I were, if I came on these airwaves, if I was on Twitter, and, you know, it's just like, oh, especially at this point in time. You guys know me for about three plus years. At this point in time, if I came in, I was like, oh, you know, uh, just, just humble hearts, and you know, I just both teams played hard, and yeah, I'm just, just hoping to get to another day, all this other stuff. And the Niners were to lose. You think, you think the people out here are gonna take it easy on me? No. <laughs> you think they're gonna be like, oh, well, Kenny was humble, so we're not gonna troll him, or we're not gonna get in the chat and talk crazy. Do you think Rob W gonna be like, oh, well, uh, Ramsey? Oh nope. no, it's okay. What? No. Nope. So what's the point of me doing that? I'm going to talk my talk because you're going to talk crazy regardless.
3: See, that's the thing. As a fan, the only things you can do are talk trash and cheer for your team. Why not take
2: advantage of it? That's it.
6: That's it. And that brings me to point number three.
2: Because This is a a multi-point presentation here. Do you want a
6: laptop too, sir? There you (laughs) go. That brings me to point (laughs) number three. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) It's hilarious when people – Tell me and anybody else, hey, man, you're cheering a little little hard for your team right now, a little little loud for your team. Be humble. Be humble. What the hell me cheering for the team got to do with Fred Warner? (laughs) What the hell does my tweets have to do with Brock Purdy? Brett Purdy going to play bad because I tweeted wrong. If that's the case, I'll be nice as hell. So if my tweets have that much power, I'll be nice about basketball. I won't troll the Warriors no more or say nothing crazy about them. I'll be nice to the Dodgers. I'll be nice to everybody in football if my tweets have that much power. They don't. Okay? So I don't need to be humble because I don't have any say-so on this game. Simple as that. So we talking. And if the Niners win on Saturday – I'm talking all next week. And if the Niners make it to the Super Bowl, I'm talking for two weeks. And if they win the Super Bowl, (laughs) if the Niners win the Super Bowl, all you haters, take cover. (laughs) Let a naysayer know. Take cover. Take cover. Everybody that's all crazy, take cover. (laughs) Oh, you better hope they don't win. All y'all out there, oh, you better hope they don't win. Because I'm going in. I got drafts. I got bookmarks ready now.
3: That's how fans need to be. No more, oh, I need to respect the opponent. No, you're not playing, buddy. (laughs) Your lucky socks don't matter.
6: And on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, how many times have I said, I'm nervous as hell? I'm nervous as hell. There's nothing. There's nothing uh, at ease with this. There's, there's the Packers can come into Levi's and, and crush everything, and I'll be hurt. I told y'all that already. So it ain't just oh, there's no chance they win. All this. there's, there's a chance. I just don't really see it. I don't see it at all. Actually, ain't no really see it. I don't see it at all. Niners should take care of business, but who knows what's gonna happen? Get ready. Get ready if they win the Super Bowl. goddammit. it, get ready.
2: I just know if I stay quiet long enough, he'll say something else. Like it's kind of like I know he's not finished yet, so I'm just gonna just
11: go ahead.
3: I'm just telling the okay. people to get ready. All right, I'm just That's thinking like we get this right. great ra- great rent like here or
2: whatever. Just imagine out. the other side on Monday uh, though. Is, yeah, he hasn't even played the divisional round yet. Like you can't... I've thought. <sighs> We're setting it up. up. I'm I'm lying lying in, I might
6: not. I a lot of y'all. I'm, you know I always keep it a buck? That's why I can talk crazy. I, I, I'll be heard. I told you. I'll be heard. Told, told you. They don't. They don't win. They they don't win the Super Bowl at all. Like it don't matter when they win. Like it's not gonna feel better that they lost in a Super Bowl or an NFC championship. Like I'd feel just as hurt if they lost next week as if they lost on uh, Saturday. The sting will be the same. They gotta win the Super Bowl for me to be happy. I understand. So
3: be the 14th yeah.
2: Super Bowl.
6: Once again, people are gonna talk crazy regardless. So I'm gonna talk crazy. You guys got any
3: like trash talk moments where you were just talking so crazy and it just completely blew up in your face? I'm not a
6: big
2: trash talker. Hmm.
3: At some least not say, about sports. Some would say,
6: uh <laughs> <laughs> some would some would say last year the the backhanded comment. Oh yeah, that they was kinda tough. Yeah, there's a there's an inside radio discussion of that. But I said it. It's on wax. I didn't run away from it. Mm-hmm. I thought the Kings were going to beat the Warriors.
2: Yeah, the Warriors, Yeah, of course. You said the Warriors have to score 150 points <laughs> for them to –
6: Come on, man. These guys over there. <laughs> I was hollering at my boys this morning, man. I was hollering at my boys this morning. They, We both down bad with basketball. Yeah, it's not good.
2: We're both down bad. It's not good at all. <laughs> Not good at all. You're listening to D-Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, KRXQ, HD2, Sacramento, ESPN, 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Divisional Round, jumping off uh, this weekend. My man's is ready to watch his football team uh, advance. Uh, hopefully, they'll take it on the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk a little more football as the day progresses. We'll talk about the other games uh, as well, but we want to shift our attention after a rather chaotic First 56 minutes of this show, both uh, in front of the mic and behind the scenes, uh, we'll try to get back on track for those just tuning in. I'm confident that's not how news works. No one really finds out news from the radio anymore. Uh, is If you heard us announce it, you probably already saw it on your phone that the Raiders are moving forward with Antonio Pierce uh, as their head coach. Uh, that is official. Adam Schefter reported they are finalizing Uh, that deal and uh, Antonio Pierce will be the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders moving forward
6: I love to see that man I love to see that like I told uh, you guys when Kyle was in here I feel like Antonio Pierce earned this opportunity with how he galvanized that locker room and got those guys on the same page to close out the season and they had I think it was week seven there's 18 weeks right Mm mm-hmm it was week 17. They were still technically alive for a division championship or maybe it was week 16. No, I think
2: it was 16. Yeah, there yeah, was I mean, a, that's, that's I think the. did they lose to the Colts? Lost to the there was a t- yeah. I think it was the Colts. There was a Colts game. I think they mm-hmm. lost that, mm-hmm. that kind of ended that conversation. But, um, the Raiders have a lot of work ahead. Antonio Pierce has a lot of work ahead. I assume it's champ. Kelly, uh, has a lot of work ahead to, to kind of fix up that roster, uh, particularly at that quarterback position. But a quick follow-up before we get back to the Kings that doesn't necessarily have to do with the Raiders but does have to do with the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. If I give you the Wolverines, if I give you your Wolverines or the field, mm-hmm. where's your boy going?
6: Oh, the field. He's going to the really? NFL. Really? He's leaving. Yeah, he's going to the NFL. Okay.
2: We know he's interviewed for the Chargers. I think he's interviewed for the Falcons.
6: One when- Is that it? I don't yeah. even think he interviewed with the Raiders, he, did he? No, no, I don't think so either. And if he did, they didn't announce it. Okay. Um That's what I thought. Uh the one one thing about that that kind of raised my antenna's a little bit about you talk about Michigan or the field is there I think there's like three guys that are coming back to school. Mm. And it was just I, I I know uh Edwards the running back who had a big national championship game. Was like, "Yo, get the hell out of here." Like,
2: y'all you taking see what you just
6: did in the uh, championship game like go out of here. He's coming back to school.
2: I have fun with the rivalry. I'm not necessarily. I can't I can't well, classify myself. Shout out to your new offensive. Well, player. I was going to ask are y'all taking applications? Are y'all allowing are you allowed to switch <laughs> teams?
6: Because when on. I
2: saw Ohio State hired Bill O'Brien, oh, man. I said, Well
6: Oh boy, B O B is in Columbus.
2: I knew uh college football was gonna change forever, but I didn't know it was I didn't know it meant that. So I guess I'll I guess Come I'll on, just man. treat college football like I treat the NFL. We'll, we'll be we'll I'll be at the, uh we'll be at the brothers. big
6: house, Ann Arbor. Um, to ain't start going, the season against, against s- Fresno State, come oh, on, I could do go. that. i will do yeah.
2: that. I was gonna say I'm gonna go sit out in the cold, but I I, I could oh, do yeah, that at yeah, the start yeah. of the season. I could do that one day. The start I'm gonna do, do
6: it. Season. I think. I think probably maybe when my kids are grown up. You, 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 to the game in November, yeah, because it's always. I mean, I could. We could still have Thanksgiving. I leave on Friday. That could happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could take them with you.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they'll. They have. They, have they no probably ties wouldn't to want it. Michigan yeah, I. I State yeah,
2: no, less. but I think you. I think everyone. I think sports fans should see every. Like I. I know you can point to schools and all of that. Every sports fan should see a major college football game. Mm-hmm. You should be in a college town. For I had it. It was something that never. Like I th- th- would, I love to go to Ohio State, Michigan. Sure, would I love to go to some of these big rivers? Absolutely. But being in Tennessee for Tennessee, Bama, Tennessee, Florida, yeah, man, it's special. Some good stuff. Man. It's it's very very special. Even as obviously I was a fan of Tennessee, yeah. but even just being there as a sports fan, it's an incredible. B- b- Sacramento, California. Yeah. You know, nice. shout out Sac State. We don't have that. Yeah. When you see, you know, I, I always point to in Knoxville. Going, you you walk. Is you're on campus, you kind of walk down to the stadium, Mm -hmm. and then when you're when you're on top of that hill, and it's it's not a steep hill, but it's an incline that you a decline that you see down. It's just a sea of orange, like nothing else is there except orange. Yeah, and it's a hundred thousand people walking into that stadium. There is no sight like that. Mm -hmm. It is phenomenal, and I encourage. I encourage every every sports fan to to if you if you're if you're lucky enough to get that opportunity, take it. Yeah, I, I it's g- amazing. I gotta go Even with time. no ties, I think you'll be amazed.
6: Yeah, I got to go to a big time big time game. I um I the closest thing I've been to is SC Cal at Cal. And it was mm. the year after SC won the um, Rose Bowl. So they were good. I think they were like a top 10 team. Cal was whatever, but it was the middle of the day. Like it was it was a picturesque day. It's like old school Pac Ten, right? Like it was the o'clock start. It was the third week of the season, so the weather was good. And that was the I was like, this is dope. Like walking through Berkeley to get to the stadium, like this is dope. I never I went to an SC game. They played Arizona at the Coliseum. That was kind of whatever. But I, I, I definitely need to do one of those uh one of those big time games,
2: man. Indeed. Yeah.
6: I thought we were going to the national championship game, but it's not going to be in Vegas. It's not? No. Remember, uh scheduled to be in Vegas, but they had oh. like a electronics convention <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we looked that up the <laughs> other day. Yeah. And they yeah, got yeah. booted out of there. So yeah. they're like in the back of the line. I think it's yeah. going, I don't know where it's They going.
2: probably have the other. Yeah. It's, it's probably like, set. Yeah. yeah
6: like, it was like three or four in a row. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of locations, real quick, because we probably won't get other time. Do you did you see the World Cup final? Got their location? I didn't. It's gonna be at Jerry's World. Okay. When it's here, the World Cup yeah, final. Yeah, It's a fail by L.A. and SoFi because they <laughs> built that place where they couldn't regulation soccer stadium. But how you don't plan for that? That's
2: crazy. Oh wow. In
6: Los
3: Angeles. Wow. Yeah, you sell out every game like easily. That is crazy. So they,
6: yeah. they kind of eliminated Bad look. those, Bad look. and it was between MetLife and Jerry's World and Jerry's
2: MetLife New York, mm-hmm. New Jersey.
6: Jerry's World got it. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. What's that? Twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Man, World Cup coming to coming to USA. That's gonna be pretty dope.
2: Phoenix can do it, right? I was gonna call it the universe. The, 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 I feel the like Cardinal they could. Stadium can't. I think have there all the time. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say they've had games there before. Um, okay. It's not is a, Jerry still the gold standard? Or is for, that for, stadiums? Um, given that SoFi is built now, given that
6: uh, Allegiant, Bank of America is
2: built, oh, Bank of America, and um, and Allegiant.
6: I think, I think Jerry still is. People go crazy. It's still, SoFi though. Yeah. SoFi is amazing.
2: Allegiant's pretty. Uh, Allegiant's fire. Yeah. Allegiant's Allegiant fire. Looks, it looks Allegiant's fine. incredible. It, it's absolutely my own incredible.
6: My homeboy, boy. My homeboy, boy. He. Um, I was telling him about that. I'm He's a
2: Vegas like, guy now, so I know all about it. <laughs> Vegas Aladdin,
6: sparkling. He? He, he was. I was like, yeah, Legion looks like it's lit. He's like, ah, Legion is cool. He's like, it's like a basketball arena, though. He said, SoFi the one. Okay. SoFi's the one. Yeah. I was like, I got to check out. I
2: so wonder far. what he means by that. Basketball arena. Yeah, are, it's, just, I mean, it's all black. Man. Like, like on the inside. Like, it's it's just all black. Yeah. The, the, the the wind sweet that we all talk about. Yeah, no, it's, it's fire, really though. Sick. It's fire, though. Um. Okay. Now we can get back to the Kings. Um. I, I <laughs> though I don't know what to say that we already haven't said seemingly for the last week or so. Um. A lot of frustration I think lies with Harrison Barnes. A lot of frustration lies with the Kings missing free throws. I
6: was just I was just gonna say Kings related because before Kyle came and everything you you'd asked me you said how do you how do you feel about mm-hmm. last night and everything that's going on. Uh, last night was frustrating, uh, for sure. Uh, once again, you know, they had spurts and moments, not just talking about, like, that final three minutes, but just throughout the game where they played well, but they, ha- they haven't been able to put together a complete game um, for about a week or so at this point. Yeah. And... They're in a rut right now. Like I think a lot of people. Milwaukee was
2: pretty complete, wasn't it? I mean, you missed the you you obviously missed the free throws, but but the other stuff. Yeah, they played well.
6: Um, But they're they're just. I I look at it like this. I feel like they're in a rut right now, and they've got to. They've got to get out of the rut. They've got to come together to get out of it. But they also, they've got to, they've got to figure out which direction they want this season to go. You know, it's not. It's not going to turn around or fall apart in one game, but you know there's a stretch of games that I don't have a number for. That, all right, man, figure a way out of this thing. Yeah, you know, figure figure a way to work out of this thing. There, figure they're, out Atlanta. Let's start there. Figure out Atlanta. Figure out Atlanta on Monday. But they're 100 percent correct. But my whole point to that though was. If they beat Atlanta, not every it's not all fixed. No, uh, no, no, like, no, for sure. But just then, like last night, if they would have won, right, wasn't all fixed. That's like yeah. it's, it's not all lost because they lost the game. But that's a good starting point, right? Like get a win. Yeah, get a win, get a win on Monday. You feel good about yourself again, and you know, start to put together you know a string of good games.
2: Five straight losses is uncharted waters for yeah. this team. It hasn't yeah. happened.
6: What
3: what what would it take for you guys to like start to feel better about this team? Because like looking at them, like the four game losing streak is bad, but it's kind of to me it's like who they are this season. They're gonna win some, they're gonna lose a couple or whatever. Like you look at their um their schedule um this season, it's win a couple, lose a couple. It's just they have yeah. no flow they've been able to get into. So I'm kind of I'm not like too worried about this just because I feel like they'll reel off a couple of wins or whatever and go back to this.
2: So you say what will it take to feel better? about this team. Yeah, give me give me 6 of 7, give me 7 of 8, give me something like that. That makes me feel better than I feel right now, but probably puts them on track to just being what they've been for the last little stretch. Yeah. How they follow that 6 of 7 or 7 of 8 up or whatever, that that will tell the story of is is what we've seen this first half of the season is that the Sacramento Kings we don't have to I understand it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, especially when it's the Pacers, especially when it's Buddy Especially when it's all those those intangibles, and you have the, the 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 street three straight losses and the way in which they happened with the missed free throws, the Dame Lillard buzzer beater, and the blowout on national television. Mm-hmm. Right, I, emotions are high. You want to be, you want to yell, you want to throw things, you want to tweet angry things. But we don't have to pretend like teams haven't gotten better in the second half of the season. Yeah. I think for us though, the group of us. Watching and listening, who watch this team on a night to night basis, I don't know what to hang my hat on to say that's going to get better. Mm. Right? We can, we could do the Kevin Herter thing. Mm -hmm. And we pointed this out two weeks ago. And this is, this is where, this is where I'm really stuck. Cause we pointed this out two weeks ago when, when chatter started. Mm -hmm. Yo, we're like a month away. This is what we're doing for the next month. Because I absolutely believe there is a concern, whether it's by individuals, a collection of individuals, or it's the roster as a whole, about who's being traded or who could be traded in the next couple of weeks. They've got a lot of games before February 9th, mm-hmm. or February 8th, excuse me. They're going to have to find a way to get over that. I don't care if y'all don't want to talk to the media. I don't care if y'all don't want to do I, That's fine. I don't care about none of that. But if y'all are really wrapped up about who may or may not be traded, this is going to be a really, really – you could find yourself in a position that you can't get out of. Mm. Not to insinuate they're going to lose every game until the trade deadline. But if you're losing a large chunk of uh, games until the trade deadline, I think that's problematic. I think there are guys that could be lost. I think Davion is a bit lost.
6: Mm.
2: And I think – and I absolutely do partially blame Mike Brown for that. I think Kevin Herter just now hulking up. I blame Mike Brown for some of this, right? I'm, I'm willing to point the finger in a lot of different places and I'll point the finger at Harrison Barnes too. Yeah. He doesn't suck. No matter, no matter how he's discussed on social media or radio shows or podcasts or whatever, Harrison Barnes is not a bad basketball player. Harrison Barnes is playing like a bad basketball player and that's a problem, right? And that's a problem when you can't afford that. When your bench as who earlier this year and all through last year was such a strong point for you has just suddenly run into a brick wall and can't can't you know contribute the way that they have mm-hmm. on a regular basis. That's a problem.
6: Uh, and, and what's going on right now and everything you laid out is is 100% correct. What's going on right now is is really a time that's going to test their, their mental toughness as a group. I know Sabonis talked yesterday in the in the locker room, and he kind of talked about like we gotta we gotta figure it out. We gotta we're still together. We're still here. You know, he said the locker room is still strong. We're we're still rocking with each other. Yeah. But we you know we gotta we gotta figure this out. You know we gotta get out of this rut. And you know if they if they are overly concerned about the trade deadline and who's going to be here, who's not here, all this other stuff, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. That's also a testament to how mentally tough you can be in these type of situations because yes, nobody likes to be on the trading block. Nobody likes to have um, their, their job security or where they're going to play and a whole bunch of uncertainty, but you still got a job to do. It's just because that's happening doesn't mean you can't play well or it's okay to not play well, or it's okay to lose games. Like, you still got a job to do. And the toughest people mentally are able to at least for two hours get past that, execute what they can, and keep moving. You know what I mean? And right now, it's not only the guys that are on the trading block. It's probably some of the guys that are safe that are just, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop.
2: 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, James mentioned that uh, earlier. Uh, Kings are 23-18 and 18 halfway through the season. We'll talk about that. We'll get your vibe, and we'll open up the phone lines. 916-909-1320. It's D1KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320.
6: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medella the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink Responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import Chicago, Illinois.
2: Wow, that was a, that was a, this, this day, boy,
6: why, does these, why do these things always happen on Friday too, every Friday,
2: or something. Hey, hey, I told the chat when a joke becomes reality, <laughs> woo, and now, now Jazzy 510 has turned her, her, her vengeance towards me because I made a little remark about how pale Dan Orlowski looks on television. And, hey, and, hey, that's, uh, and Jazzy that's, that's getting Seth the Rollins off. right
6: there. That's, that is Seth Rollins.
2: Jasmine?
6: Yeah. What she, what she just did, that was. Seth
2: Swinging Rollins. around, steel chairs. Here comes Jazz. Oh, oh my. my God. Long, slow fall to the ground. Wow.
6: It's really slow. Slow fall to the ground.
2: He's just hanging on the ropes. <laughs> hey, Roman sold that like a million. <laughs>
6: that was like the hardest chair shot of all time.
2: And he just like, <laughs> the way the he, way sold, he it. sold it where he like, he didn't even fall and just kind of collapse. Oh, so good. So good. But yeah, that's uh, Jasmine. That's cool. That's fine, Jazz. you. Come on now. I did, yep. D- 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 thrown right through the barbershop window. <laughs> right through the barbershop window. <laughs>
6: These all tried to escape out he the tra- barbershop. He tried to
2: jump. He tried to jump through the barbershop window.
6: I think that anniversary was like a week ago or
2: something. Yeah, it was recently.
6: They got like three runs today. Mike Ty- no, that's what it was Tyson and Austin when they when mm, they met on Fresno. Raw. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah, Tyson and Austin, Tyson and Austin. That's a great call. Yeah. By by J- yeah, yeah, uh, by Jim J- Ron. Tyson and Austin, Tyson. <laughs> he knows how to get a call on sports.
6: Didn't uh in the melee, didn't Tyson uh really like hit some people? No, his, so his bodyguards or something like so that. So one
2: of the stories about so no, I don't think he hit anyone. His bodyguards did. That's
6: what. Okay. That's and what I'm they,
2: they 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 were trying to sell it a little too much, and they connected. <laughs> so they kind of got they got checked a little bit by some of the older guys. But if you go back and watch it, you can see it when the whole melee breaks loose. I I I it, it, I'm sure it's an exaggeration, but Bruce Pritchard tells the story, and you can see it. Like five to $10,000 goes flying out of Mike's pocket and it's all over the ring. <laughs> and as they're scuffling and shut, there's money flying over the, all over the place. So as the camera's moving, you can see his guys walking around the ring picking up $100 bills.
6: <laughs> you know what I'm about to go
2: to. They said they went to the back uh, when it was all over to tell Mike what a great job he did. And he's screaming at his associates about all of that money flying over the place. He said they opened the door. Mike is screaming at his guys and they go, Hey, Mike. He goes, Hey, hey, great job, man. You killed it out there. Oh, man, thanks. I appreciate it. I love this so much. I had so much fun with you guys. I'm so excited about the next couple of months. Well, let us know if you need anything, Mike. You know, we got you. Okay. Hey, Mike, we want to do more over the. Hey, whatever you need, I got you. Like, I'm really excited. He shuts the door. Y'all let all that money get. And he just goes back to <laughs> screaming at him the second the door shuts. <laughs>
6: oh, there they go getting the money. You see? There they go see? The money. See? <laughs> that is hilarious.
2: Never noticed that before, did you?
6: <laughs> no. <laughs> the boys is down there trying to get that money. Because <laughs> Mike is standing up. Mike yeah, yeah, good. Mike's and they the ground. They like, had to hold to
2: get... Mike back as part of the the Austin bit. They had to hold him back to separate the two. So yeah, they had to go pick up. I see all the that guy. Money.
6: I see the guy. I think Austin really started hitting.
2: Is that the guy he on the ground? The bond, yeah, yeah. He, I think he got a little sick of. <laughs> think he got a little sick of Brody and just, just. I think you can tell him. I think you can. I think you can see him tell him, "Don't get up," like because he because he's hitting him and he and he goes yeah. towards his ear. And I'm assuming he says, don't get up, because when he moves, bro doesn't move. <laughs> he stays right there until Austin is out of the ring. Stay and, down. Don't get up. And Austin hits him with the, or, or McMahon hits him with the, you ruined it. You ruined it, damn it. You ruined it. And he throws like the worst like left hook in history. <laughs> bro, that, that's
6: crazy. That happened in Fresno.
2: That's, yeah that's that's Fresno, California. Yes, indeed. Quick question
3: about Genetti going through the window. Is that a big deal? Because the moment itself, or because the careers went completely opposite directions
6: after? A little bit of both. They were a pretty big tag. They were like what the tag team at the, the time, them and the Heart Foundation, maybe the Rockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was big. They were they were a big deal. Well, and
2: and the the breakup was violent. Like that. Mm-hmm. That was not for that era. That wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Like there were very 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 few instances like that. Like, that was violent. What? Like, they threw him through, and he was busted open.
6: What happened before – we can get back
2: to the Kings. This is all better than what? talking about the Kings. <laughs> Friday this is all, like Friday. This is all way better than what? talking about the last four games. What
6: happened when, like, didn't didn't they have a match as the Rockers and, and Shawn Michaels, like, walked off the apron or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he
2: was hitting on a girl. <laughs> so, Marty went to make a tag, and Shawn was hitting on a girl at ringside. Marty went to make a tag. Sean wasn't there. <laughs> Marty gets rolled up. That's like what started the, the breakup. And watching it as an adult is so much better. Because looking at Sean, and, I, and I'm and i sure I picked up on this as a kid, but walk, watching Sean come out in all black.
6: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the, at the bar. Black
2: leather yeah. jacket. Yeah. No, it was like, oh, it was, it was time. oh, <laughs> that's a heel right there. And I can't remember when he, like, Transition to the heartbreak kid because I feel like he might have worn the rocker stuff for a little bit longer, like mm-hmm. not super long before he transitioned to. I think he had he he got Sherry involved and mm-hmm. had that big mirror, the big heart yeah, mirror, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that oh, was the, HBK, the birth was of the cool heartbreak dope. kid.
6: it was a cool dude. Do- uh, there was a, I'm sure you saw it a couple uh weeks ago. Somebody showed a clip of they were playing uh. Sexy boy in the club. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, bro, they play that. That <laughs> was hilarious. Because you
2: said I'm doing the whole Shawn Michaels I'm doing dance. doing it all, man. Can you do it? If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, will you do the entire Shawn Michaels dance on the stream? Sure. Okay.
6: <laughs> Absolutely. Do the <it> little <laughs> oh, shimmy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Does that too. Does that too. Uh, now, the Kings. The
6: 49 on Saturday, I might do
2: Well, that. hey. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, the Kings are sending their fans through a lot of heartbreak.
6: There's no joy in Mudville right now.
2: Twenty-three and eighteen, halfway through this season. I keep going back to this to the same word, entitled. Mm. Is
6: anybody on board with me with that yet? I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I think a lot of what's going on do they expect to be better than they are
2: <laughs> I, I I don't know I don't know the answer to that one but you I do put think, your hand up no one saw that you yeah. put your hand up when I said, is anyone on board with this word entitled?
3: They're entitled they, they show up when they play the top teams and when you play teams like I don't like Indiana's a good team or whatever they got depth if if the Kings are what we thought, you don't lose to this team like that. yeah they got okay, depth, you don't blow but not a twenty you don't though. blow a twenty two point lead with six minutes left. The Suns can run whatever um, offense they want to run, whatever go small, or whatever. There's six minutes left. That's your NBA professional team. That's a game you win no matter what. That's why KD after the game was saying, "Oh yeah, I don't know what the hell happened." They they are entitled. They show yeah. they I don't want to say like they show up when they want, but they don't play up how they should every game. I I understand it.
6: I understand it. I I I wouldn't label it entitlement. I don't get that feel from them of entitlement. One thing that I see is I think there's a I just think they're not connected as a group, as a unit on the basketball court. They may like each other just the same, but they're not all they're not all pulling in the same direction all the time. And number 1, that's a problem. And number 2, I think there are people who say say you got eight people pulling in the right direction. And you got nine people, eight people pulling in the right direction. Take the back. You got 10 people, eight people pulling in the right direction. Okay. And you got two guys that are kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like they're not just outright not doing nothing, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it with the same mm-hmm. intensity and focus that they did last year. So that's already a problem. But then you got guys like, man, I, I, I rock with Jesse, but. Man, like, I wish he stopped being like this. Mm-hmm. Like, and now their mind is somewhere else as opposed to the task at hand. So, I so think, do you I think, think there's that's a happening? Yeah, I think there's a disjointed nature. I don't think they're all connected, and they're all, they're all the the most important thing to that team is winning. I agree with that. Group, I agree with
2: whole. I agree with that line. I I don't know that I. That's why I I feel like i would i think i I'd honestly think I'd feel a, a different and maybe even a lot different if 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 Domas hadn't spoken in the locker room yesterday, mm. if no one had said the line about no, we're good, like we're fine, we still love each other, we're still working towards the same thing we're just there's things that we're not doing right. Mm. I'll pull the clip up from James and play it for everybody for those who didn't see it, but I would have questions about the locker room if they weren't. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't said that, excuse me. Um, I agree with the idea that there, some of them are thinking about something else. But I don't know that it's necessarily. Man, I can't stand when Jesse does that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. I, and I, I don't, I don't even. I think it could be more like, "Yo,
6: is Jesse going to be here in two weeks?" Well, there's that, but it's also. Like there's a certain thing I've never been. I don't know about. why we keep using Jesse as an example. <laughs> there's something I don't know. Am I getting traded? <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to Aaron right now. Um, we're not nobody's talking to Aaron well, right now. Nobody. Not till Monday.
2: Um He looks ridiculous today. I cannot stress that enough. He looks absolutely ridiculous today.
6: But um I, I, I don't even I think it could be some of that. But I don't even mean it in um like in a malicious, nefarious type way, right? It's like and I've never been in a professional locker room as a as a participant, so mm-hmm. I can't fully speak to it, but I can imagine, it's like Jesse has something going on. Jesse's uncertain about what's going on. And it's like, I know Jesse not all the way tapped in with us, mm-hmm. I ain't really gonna say nothing because it's his life, like you gotta look out for, I, I ain't, it just is what it is, when in actuality, you would hope you could go up to Jesse and be like, Jesse, I know you got a lot going on, bro, but what you're doing, doing—that's—that's that's, yeah. this ain't it. Yeah. And I understand, I, I love you, dog. Like, I know you got to do what you got to do, but I don't know if you need to go as far as saying you're letting us down or whatever, but like, hey, I need you to pick you it here, up. You're here, we
2: need you to be here.
6: Exactly, and I don't know if those conversations are happening, and I think those type of things are going on, because like I said, I can absolutely empathize with what just what's on Jesse's plate right now, right? Like, damn, like I get it, I, I get it. I ain't even gonna tell you wrong for feeling how you feel, man. I get it. So I'm I'm just gonna kind of like leave it alone. But somebody needs to be like, yeah, I get it, but this ain't it. I need you to. I'm holding you accountable as long as you here with us. Yeah, yeah.
2: Let's uh let's pull up the sound so you guys can hear it for yourself in case you haven't. Uh, this is courtesy of James Ham at the locker last night. Uh, with DeMontis Sabonis.
10: Domas, it's your first four-game losing streak since the beginning of last season. Just what's going wrong right now? It seems like you guys are struggling to finish games, the free-throw thing and all that. Yeah. Um, like you said, there's plenty of games in this losing streak that we could
12: have won. Um, we just let them slide, you know, and uh, it can't happen. And uh, that's four in a row, you know, and we are to do whatever we can uh, to come out against Atlanta and get that win.
4: It's like there were a couple times you were kind of frustrated defensively. What did you feel like you guys should have been doing better
12: there? Um, I just feel like you know we were uh, we were scrambling all game. You know um, they moved the ball really well. They, they run out fast. You know, and uh, it was just tough. Uh, it was tough uh, to stay locked in.
9: Can you explain the, the defensive inconsistencies? Coach was talking about here. There are times where you guys can be really good couple back with your offense and you guys are with your team but then
12: other nights nice. it's just not there at all we play uh we play good most of the game you know and then there's obviously uh, times in the game where like for example the phoenix game end of the milwaukee game um there's moments that uh we just i don't know let go i don't know if the moment gets too big or whatever it is and um uh, we just don't play our normal defense and we gotta f- figure out a way to get back into the game quicker
4: do to ask you this earlier today, just the free throws. Yeah. asked Kevin, like, hey, yeah. what do you do to get over that? Yeah. What for you? What, what's what
12: way of working? Uh, you just practice them. You know, uh, for me, uh, the more every team I've been a part of, the more you mention it, the more that um, it actually becomes a thing. Today, Malik was one for six. That's unheard of, you know. So it was mentioned. So when it gets mentioned, stuff like that happens, in my opinion, you know. So we're it's all professionals. We're shut the hell up <laughs> right there. That's what we've been doing our whole careers. And, you know, no one wants to miss them when we go up.
1: Do you, I mean, not to make this bigger than what it might be, but... Is this kid Mike talks about wanting to see how you guys respond to adversity? Does mm-hmm. this adversity feel different than maybe any adversity you guys have had?
12: Doesn't matter. We just need to go out there sure. and win. You know, all this—it's all talk now. You know, it's a four-four games have dropped. You know, um, we can't have a fifth one. Yeah. You know, we're 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 a top lego team, a top top team. Goddamn! I didn't
2: even catch that this morning. It's exactly what he said last year. Mm. Exactly mm. what he said leading into the Indiana game. Coming out of the Indiana game, he said we couldn't make three, four. He just said we can't make four or five. In the, in the
12: league, I now we we got to figure it out. We should sure have figured it out by now.
10: Domas, on the positive side, it seems like Kevin's found his game. It seems like Keegan is showing more and more of who he is. Mm-hmm. Just how good is that? It especially if you guys are able to snap out of this mm-hmm. and what that might mean for you guys going forward. Um, I think it's
12: great. You know, uh, I feel like we have snapped out of it. We showed great basketball against Milwaukee. Great against Phoenix. There were just some little spurts there that, that happened, so we can't go away from what has been working and what's been going good, you know? So we just got to take that negativity out and come out and get this win on Atlanta, and
9: everyone will be happy. Is this team's, like, togetherness and, and cohesiveness being tested now in ways that you haven't seen since you've been here? No,
12: we're all great, you know? Um, that's the one thing about this locker room, you know? We all stick together. Um, we all love each other, you know? And uh, we know we know what we got to do. We've done it. We've- Showed it in, in the Suns game and in the, in the Milwaukee game today. Even you know we just haven't done a complete game, so we couldn't leave with, with with a victory. You know, other teams might just collapse the whole game.
2: Didn't hesitate either. It's a big deal to me, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. especially coming from him. It's a big deal. Didn't hesitate one bit when he was asked if 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 the if when Jason Anderson asked him if the togetherness is uh, in question right now, being tested. Yeah. Nope, absolutely not. Yeah. It's not far from what Malik said last year. I'm not going to let us splinter apart. Right. Um, I know everyone wanted to be past this. Mm-hmm. You wanted to. You wanted to be Boston or Denver or or or, or, or I guess Minnesota. That's what. Look, this there there wasn't a big trade. There weren't massive roster upgrades. It's basically the same team. It's really really unfortunate because De'Aaron is playing so well. Totality. De'Aaron is playing really really well. I actually started to form a theory like is Darren losing his all star game spot? Mm-hmm. And I looked a little I don't think we're there yet. It it's it might be a little more in question. I don't think we're there yet. You look at what Domas is doing. Like you have these other triple double. Yeah. 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 Sorry, bro. That's just bad that's that's just not that's news like Drake today. bars. Yeah, that's <laughs> to get a triple double, <laughs> man. Is Domas stat padding? <laughs> Chasing rebounds. What was the term they used for floor rebounds? Never heard of a floor (laughs) rebound before. Never heard of a floor rebound rebound since. But somehow when Russell Westbrook was accumulating uh, 82 triple doubles a year, they created some term called floor rebounds that they never used again. Um, (laughs) Those two guys playing so well, it's like, man, it's tough that everyone else can't keep up. And while you have two guys who seem to have you know hit the gas pedal a little bit with their games, you have a couple that are running out of gas or hit the brakes or maybe in Harrison Barnes, maybe Harrison took a wrong turn. We need to get, we need to Harrison, get Harry. Harrison's to, at Jiffy Lube. We need to hey, Jiffy Lube can fix it. Whatever whatever's wrong, Jiffy Lube can fix it.
6: There's any new break pads.
2: Man, he might. <laughs> he might. He might. And that bench needs a pep talk.
6: But you know what? And the Kings, what the Kings are going through, or what the Kings are going through, it's not, it doesn't make it any better with what I'm about to say. Like, it, it just doesn't. But these things happen from time to time in the NBA and in sports. Yep. I mean, look, remember how now we knew they had some real issues in the locker room that I don't think this team has anything close to that going on. But the Warriors last year, that, that team that they couldn't find footing and it looked like they weren't going to make it, yeah. end up making it, getting to the second round. The Los Angeles Lakers, remember what they were looking like for a little bit last year? were able to turn it around. The Miami Heat literally was a, a playing team, just like the Lakers. We were able to turn it around. Sometimes these things happen. And sometimes you're able to kick out of it and, you know, and, and continue to, you know, ascend as a franchise and as a team. Sometimes you don't. I don't know what this Kings team is going to do right now. I don't know that right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'll be fine. And what I mean fine, I mean top six, worst-case type team. But you, we, we don't know either way. But these things do happen. You have rough – Patches in the season, then you got to be able to kick out of them. The strongest teams kick out of them.
2: I'm trying to find this. Hell,
6: Denver had one.
2: I want to go. I want to. I want to revisit. I want to revisit the Warriors thing, but I don't want to ask about last year's Warriors. I want to ask about this year's Warriors, but I'm trying to get a a version I can put up on the screen because a push notification just went out from Bleacher Report that Chris Haynes said on a podcast that something happened behind the scenes that soured Pascal Siakam on Sacramento. Mm. I mean, I don't want to do the bit where I put my phone up to the microphone and turn it up because that's idiotic, but I'm going to try to find this sound because I would like for us to all listen to it together because, again, it's sound, so I just can't read the transcript of it and relay it to you. Uh, but I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to find that if anyone sees it on Twitter uh tag us in it tag me in it specifically uh and we'll play that sound but I'm curious to I'm curious to see what mm-hmm. what Chris Haynes says there Chris Haynes has been on top of this story uh for a while so I'd be curious what Chris hane said
6: I'm I'm reading another tweet it's, uh I I think this is from him and maybe it's from the same I don't know if it's from his podcast we got to talk to Chris man we got. We got. He's a busy dude, right? Setout now, but We got to talk Charlotte. to him. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a quote, I guess, from Chris Haynes saying that the Kings um, seem aggressive to make a move. Okay. So. Well, I, I
2: I I love my brother Chris Haynes, but like I, okay, that's that's good. I don't know what to do with that. Like that's not a Chris Haynes thing. That's I. I James says that James James tells us I don't what do you want me to do with that
6: I think we heard the the thing about it though is I think we heard different earlier in the week or maybe last week or something like that Um, I thought I heard it was circulating that Sam Amick said that the Kings were not like overly aggressive. I don't like,
2: think I'm allowed to listen to Sam Amick. I don't well, know I the rules. Read I can okay. read them. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's, that's I don't the know thing. the rules. I
6: saw it in text. I didn't I didn't hear it in audio form. I got you. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble around here. Okay. Um, but, you know, that... would be the only one. <laughs> that would, you know, that's what I thought I heard maybe late last week, early this week, is that mm-hmm. they weren't pressed to make a move. And now there's a report from Chris Aynes saying they're aggressive to make a move. And like you said, James... Has said the same thing, and that's another thing that I wanted to talk about too with this team. I feel like they need a move, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need some new, new blood, some new energy in that in that locker room on that roster. Mm-hmm. And part of me believes a lot of these people might just be waiting. Like I said, we talked about it before. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. When does this? When does this happen? so we can move on as a unit whatever unit that is so we can move on and try to be better and um i think they that that's the one thing i will say about last night that i, I was thinking and, and it had me thinking is i think they do need to make a move they, they they need to they need to shore up this roster
2: was there okay so here here's here's where i get stuck with that Everybody was extremely upset about the way, and understandably, the way that the defense was playing. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Woj, I think, said on TV the other night about the Kings pursuing a. I think the term was strong defender. What mm-hmm. The hell is that? I don't know. Like, what are we ta- like? What 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 are, what are we talking about? I found the clip though. I don't know, I,
6: and that's uh, not even what I'm looking for. It sounds like I'm,
2: Matisse Dial, like if, yeah. to me. Um, shout out to our brother. Here's Chris Haynes. Nope, <laughs> Nope, that's fine. No, every this is a great day. Let's try this again. Here's our brother. Chris. Key word,
6: usher. Thank you. Oh, what a jerk! <laughs> no, what a funny. jerk! No, that was See, no, no it's know, an we're inside joke. No, no, that's fine. No, no, no sorry, your boy, your no, boy, going to the bus and I'm talk about it. No, yeah, now. no that, was wow. that was funny. That was funny. what a,
2: a jerk. That happened. That, <laughs> the D'Lo mess up yesterday. Oh, it was, it was, I messed but, up bad. But the funny
6: thing is, it was it was a, up It was a harmless, simple mess up, but it was so random. That that's what made it funny.
2: W- it was yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. Like we press start just right dumb. on over again and do it. It was so I was like, dumb. where did that come from? Yeah, I fumbled the ball yesterday. <laughs> boy I had a bad day yesterday.
6: Nah, that was just that was a
4: funny moment. Here's our boy Chris Haynes. Something happened behind the scenes, I should say, that that I believe soured Pascal. Uh, with
6: Sacramento. Um something, you know, I, I'm not prepared to go all out and
9: and and say what I what I've heard. You know, I want to get some yeah. um get more other sources involved with this, but I'm comfortable with saying something happened behind
6: the scenes with that in which sour Pascal on Sacramento.
9: Um
6: because Sacramento they they were they were a team of interest as well. So uh but yeah he's he's in the mix with Indiana. Indiana high gun running team. Uh, they they only get better with Pascal, and so it, it's good to see teams that's that's actually going for it. It's rare it's rare that you see small market teams.
2: Okay, all right, Chris, I don't <laughs> want to hear your love for the Pacers anymore. <laughs> This is a good ball. Everything Chris said was right. I just don't want to hear it right now, Chris. <laughs>
6: Mr. Halliburton was having a good time last night. Well. Oh, man. I, I, I,
2: I do I do regret that. I actually wasn't sure if he'd make the trip with Tyrese sure not playing. Yeah. I wish I wish I had gone out there to say to say hi to our manager. He man, probably don't right even
6: remember me. He remembers you, though. That's
2: cap. That's big, big cap. He definitely does.
6: I wonder if he was I listening think to Mr. our Th- discussion about face of the league.
2: I hope he was. I'm guessing he wasn't. But uh, no, I, th- I think Mr. Halliburton still peeps us out once in a while. In shout fact, out, shout
6: out to the whole Halliburton family. In
2: fact, man. I know Mr. Halliburton still checks us out once in a while because he told me so. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm confident he does.
6: Shout out to the whole Halliburton family, man. Uh,
2: uh, Great I, people.
6: Somebody somebody asked, I think in the chat or something, maybe during a break or something. They're like, uh, how long are we gonna? Like celebrate Tyreek when he comes, or Tyrese when he comes here, like forever.
2: And yeah, Tyrese is dope, Forever. Yeah, like Tyrese will always he be. He gonna get. He always welcome. Standing here.
6: ovation, yeah. and you know, and love every time he come here, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's love for Tyrese here in Sac.
2: Yeah, he always welcome here for sure. I mean, Tyrese was born, buddy. Last night, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was born, he was born, buddy. So he always welcome here. So now, Buddy, too. Buddy, 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 Buddy. He had buddy a couple shots, too. Buddy, six threes last night. Only nine field goals. Eight assists for Shavano mm. in a big-time 36 minutes. I don't think he did. I, I, let me look. He locked up Kevin one Herter turnover. on one of them late plays, Let's say too. he only had one turnover.
6: He, he locked up Kevin Herter on one of them late plays, too.
2: Yeah, Buddy buddy, hurt heard, heard our top five Buddy moments and he played a good game like, all right, I got night. you.
6: I hey, got you. He played a good game last night. Buddy Hills a good ball player. We've said that repeatedly. I'll say it again. He's a good ball player. He just wasn't good for the Kings. I. It like, wasn't you know, a good fit for what they were trying to do.
2: One one thing that will always—I oh, just looked at the clock. Let's come back. Um, there's more ahead. We'll p- we'll pick up right where we left off. I promise. I won't forget. Steel and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Oh, oh, oh. I love what we do for a living.
6: This is a lot of fun.
2: I'm so excited for the stuff we got going on at KSFM, man. Man, we're announcing the Soul Bloom lineup next week.
6: Ooh.
2: we got a night for lovers coming up on March first. 1- Ooh,
6: that's gonna be. We're fire. sending people to
2: Jodeci, to Janet Jackson,
6: man. and that's all before concerts in the park. We don't even know what's going on with that, and we know Ooh, it's we happening.
2: Gotta, we, we, we know, know a couple. We know a couple. I'm saying? Wing stop for everybody. <laughs> yeah, we in full effect, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a great, great summer to ride with us, man. We hope y'all come along for the ride, and hopefully, it involves a a, a playoff run uh, from your Sacramento Kings. Here, I saw Ramsey a minute ago. Said we were talking about Buddy Hield in the game. Buddy had Buddy played really, really well, and Ramsey said, you know, Shivano had eight assists. When does that happen? One thing that I'll stall Buddy out, I'm not gonna stall Buddy out. You're responsible for your own actions. One thing I do think about with Buddy though, mm-hmm. and I think about this with Tyrese as well. Mm-hmm. Um what would they have looked like with Mike Brown? Now Tyrese is different because I felt I don't I think everything came together with DeMontis Sabonis. I feel like you would have been like shuffling and experimenting and doing all sorts of different things if you still had that kind of flooded backcourt the way that you did. And obviously Kevin Herter wouldn't be here. there would be a a huge domino effect. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason Buddy Heald was here Mm -hmm. with Mike Brown last year, would it have been different? Because I think part of the difference that we see in Buddy, though Buddy still has some of those Buddy tendencies – I think overall his game has his overall game has improved a lot in Indiana. And I do think last night's game was personal for him and he absolutely wanted to beat Sacramento and he didn't want to dribble the ball off his foot and he didn't want to do all of those things that 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 fans and maybe some radio show hosts make fun of. But I always wonder like what if Mike could Mike Brown have been that that calming voice that would have, similar to what I think, and maybe calming voice is the wrong word for both of those guys, but he could he have been that influential voice? Could Mike Brown have been that influential voice the way that I think Rick Carlisle has been for Buddy in Indiana?
6: It, it is absolutely possible. You know, it, it absolutely hasn't. Again,
2: I get why the moves had to be made and all of that stuff, yeah. but I, every time I you know fire off a Buddy joke, I think about that. He was part of a terrible team with a terrible coach, with, with 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 the with the with the front office that was desperate for change
6: the 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 whole thing about for me a lot of the times with sports is now people being in in roles that they can excel at and in situations that they could excel at and buddy Hill when he was here um he was really asked to be like the second best player maybe mm-hmm. first on some nights and i don't think he's that type of player, I don't think he's that level. And he's of never been asked to do that in Indiana. No, not it was at all.
2: Tyrese first, and yeah. it was Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. Now it, it's it's, and it's if, Siakam,
6: and, and it's like him and uh, him and Benedict Matherin kind of taking turn. Like if yeah. Buddy doesn't have it, Benedict he can he can pick up the slack and all this stuff. He was phenomenal last night, mm-hmm. um, but it's there's not as much on his plate, and when there's when you take things off of his plate. He can excel at the things that he's really good at, shooting the ball, and, and being a sharpshooter, and it's worked to the best. So, and I think uh, Rick Carlisle has empowered him, mm-hmm. you know, to do those things, and like I said, taking things off of his plate, so he can be the best basketball player he could be. And maybe Mike would have done the same thing. Yeah,
2: it's it's hypothetical. Uh, sometimes I feel like we're a little hard on Buddy, but I
6: think th- I. I think Sacramento's a little tough on Buddy a lot. Now, he brought some of it on himself.
2: With He brought a lot of it with, on with himself.
6: The, with, the, with his comments, mm-hmm. right? But Buddy Hill, he was was fine. I didn't, like some of the energy he might have had, that would, that would be my, my biggest gripe with Yeah, him. yeah, for sure. Some of the energy he brought during those losing years, it didn't help things. For sure. Uh, but Buddy, Buddy was more than fine.
2: Yeah, I also just, I mean like as a player. Like I, I, I I sympathize a little bit in the terms like who was going to succeed in that situation. Mm-hmm. Hell, some would make the argument even De'Aaron didn't. Right. And, you know, a definition of success in that conversation, like, but whatever. But Mike is, uh, excuse me, De'Aaron has been better in multiple categories mm-hmm. in overall game since Mike Brown has been here.
6: We have, so, we, we have, we have fun with it uh, yesterday and, we have fun with it all the time, man. It is, it's all jokes. It's all good. Do you think Indiana comes to town next year or wherever he's at next year? Do you think buddies could, should keep getting booed? I don't, should keep getting booed?
2: Yeah. No. Like, I don't I, think
6: so. I, He's not Spencer Hall. He's not.
2: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like that's
6: on site forever. He's yeah. not that. So I think we've had two years of fun.
2: But it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost funny, right? Is there, is there ever a point where it's like endearing? Like if, if they keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like if he's in uh, Charlotte next year. Yeah. And they keep booing him. At that point, is it just a bit?
6: Yeah, it feels like it's just a bit.
2: And then maybe, you know, maybe at that point, it's like, it's fine. Yeah. It's like when fans chant, you suck mm-hmm. at Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Cause it goes along with the theme music. It, Kurt Angle could be the biggest baby face in the company, but it goes along. They, they, they do it. It's like, it's, it's, it's cute. It's right. part of the show. Right. Kings fans, booing buddy healed could be like a part of the show moving forward. I wonder, how, buddy, especially if he's not with Indiana.
6: I wonder what, how buddy feels about that.
2: Well, he blew kisses to the crowd last night.
6: Oh, I didn't, I didn't get a chance
2: to when see he that. got booed. Yeah. At yeah. the beginning, yeah. he got, he got the big boo at the beginning and he, he did the, he did the, he did the whole thing. <laughs> There was a point where he checked in, and he got booed, and I felt like—and I could be completely wrong—I felt like he looked around, like really. But I could—he could have been doing something else. I was,
6: are they really still booing me? <laughs>
2: We're winning by like ten. I don't know, but guys, shout out, buddy, for a hell of a game. Shout yesterday.
6: out, buddy, man. He played—he played his ass off yesterday.
2: I mentioned um, my concern about De'Aaron's. Play recently and how maybe his All Star consideration could be evaporating right in front of us,
6: which is crazy. Not the thought of it, but not your thought yeah. about it, but the thought that that's something that we even or he even has to deal with that's that's just crazy. To nah, me. He's I still I, a top ten scorer in this league. He's like number seven.
2: He I just he just he just doesn't get the grandfather treatment. Mm. And there's a stretch of I think it's like six or seven games from Orlando to Philadelphia, where he averaged 18 points per game, 40% from the field, 33% from three, and 77% from the line. Most of those numbers go up once you start to include the 32-point game against Milwaukee, the 33-point game against Phoenix, and even the 24-point game last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The free throw number drops by 5% when you include mm. those games. It goes from 77% to 72. Mm. I don't think someone's going well, out there can't be an all-star cuz he can't make free throws. I don't I don't think that's a thing. I think the numbers are a little bit more surface. He obviously climbed a little bit in the st- the uh standings. The voting. Right, voting yeah. The voting that came out earlier this week. So I don't I don't I don't think that's a reality, but I do have a bit of a concern when you start to pinpoint three-point games you know, 19-point games, different things like that, combined with loss, 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 loss. These guys don't care about individual accolades. I 100% understand that. But this individual accolade could be slipping away if the Kings don't start winning games over this next week or so.
6: Yeah, man, and it's crazy. It's crazy because it doesn't feel like anybody else is graded on that that scale.
2: There's no conversation about the Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. He's going to be an all-star. Right,
6: and – that's Steph Curry. That's fine. It's nothing against him. But like even Devin Booker, like they had people like complaining that Devin Booker wasn't being looked at as an All Star until then. This was like last week when they were barely in the play-in. They're like it's a it's ridiculous that Devin Booker isn't getting. I'm sorry, what? He's a great ball player, but they're not even winning. Let De'Aaron Fox slip off for a week, and now all yeah. of a sudden he's got to worry about yep. his spot. So yep. yeah, it's. Uh, it's unfortunate, but you're not you're not wrong.
2: Uh let's get our man. Wow, man, our man is back back. I'm happy about this. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Lazy?
6: Oh
11: man, let's Yo, go. D low and KC. Yo, in the words of Drake, I'm going back to back. Uh,
2: Yo, uh, what's okay, up, guys? okay. <laughs> Lazy, hang on. Oh, hang on. Okay. Because I'm gonna say publicly what I said to Lazy privately. Uh huh. Lizzy, you did a fantastic job on that edit for Young Zell's video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely oh. terrific. Yeah. It has been a joy watching you execute this craft uh over the last several months. You've done an amazing job as an, an edit as an editor and a creator, and I know that is your passion. I hope you continue to pursue it. Uh, and I love I love witnessing the growth in real time, man. You're killing it. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that, Dilo. Yeah, it's it's definitely my passion. You guys really helped me. Yeah, you guys really helped me like open doors for
11: me and all that. So I'm always grateful for you guys. I appreciate it. Go on with your
2: happy ass, Liza. Go (laughs) ahead. All
11: right, I I just wanted to make uh, two comments about the Kings. Um, I think uh, number one issue is sometimes they kind of play to their competition. You know, if it's a game against the Bucks, they're probably (laughs) going to get up and they're going to give an effort. But sadly, as we saw last night, you know, when it's a team like the Pacers and they're under, man, you know, you kind of take your competition, like, less serious. I think that's just an issue. It happens a lot with a lot of different teams, not just the Kings. And um, you guys are talking about Buddy a little bit. I totally get everything you're saying. But, man, we got to stay focused on Bagley. We are always get on Buddy. Bagley was refusing to check in games and stuff. Bagley deserves more, yeah. a more hate than I,
2: I I I hear you. I hear you, leasing. You know what I think that it is? Buddy gonna be in the league a long time. Bagley's down so bad.
6: He is down so bad. You see him ball out last he night though. Said, I know he balled out. No,
2: I was I was busy being frustrated with what I was watching in Sacramento. Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't see none of I that. I think
6: it was his first game with the Wizards. I want to see at like twenty two and ten.
2: Man, good for him. Did they win? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> hey, good for good 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 for Marvin. Um, Marvin Junior. They lost by the. Way. He oh, okay he 20 right. and 11. Well, that's on brand.
6: 20 and 11, three blocks. 39 minutes.
2: I want to, I know I know. Lizzie wants us to hate on Marvin. I just, uh, I, you, you know what, at this point, let them both
13: live. That,
6: that, you know, that to me, outside of Spencer Hawes, who mm-hmm. was like, yep. yeah, I want this team out of here. So it's on site, you know, every time you bull him. Outside of that. Jason Terry. Yes and no. Jason I mean, Terry. Jason Terry ain't coming. Yeah, he he, he not. Yeah, he he don't. He didn't. He didn't do anything that sticks out in my mind forever for me to think that he should be booed. You know, just because he said I won't come here. Like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but Bagley and Buddy, I don't know. I'm, I'm not not saying. Well, it, like, Bagley doesn't get booed
2: here. They didn't even react. Yeah. When Bagley walked out, they did not even yeah. react.
6: They didn't. They didn't. I'm just I'm 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 over that aspect with those two. Like you said, let those guys live. I hope they um I hope they have prosperous NBA careers, man. Prosperous NBA careers. So yeah, let them live, man. I feel like
2: maybe maybe they booed him for a second. We were at that game, weren't we?
6: Yeah. Oh, I was. You were at well no, you it were doesn't at the game matter. the game last year mm-hmm. when he came back with the Pistons. Mm-hmm. They were on his ass all night. Were they? Oh yeah, oh. I night.
2: remember the first one. I don't remember them staying on him all night. Yeah, they oh, was. All right.
6: <laughs> they, they. It was, it was the Buddy Hill treatment. It wow, I do somebody. not remember that at all. Yeah, it's probably worse somebody. Buddy. He got a technical. They got happy. About I remember that. that. They got happy about that. They. Yeah, they it was, was Buddy level for real. Yeah.
2: Hmm. All right, I want to uh, let's let's get Manny. I do want to address the other thing Leezy said though about playing down to your competition. I have a thought on that. What's up, Manny? What's up, y'all? Shout out, Manny. He calls no matter where we're at. Yeah, man. <laughs> Manny was trying to win Janet Jackson tickets yesterday. I'm all we about appreciate
9: it. Appreciate you, man. Man, I was trying to get that Valentine present early. You know, <laughs> I what I'm got saying? hey hey. We got you again today. Sure, I'll, you know I'm gonna be calling. Sure, no doubt, no doubt. So, it's crazy, man, because with the chats, right, like, you know, I know we're off the hinges a lot, but we like to have fun. And then if you go to night night chat, right, they're like beyond off the hinges trying to trade Fox, fire Mike. And I know it's a small portion, right, but it's it's hard for me to be in that particular chat because they get really crazy. But I literally, like with Fox, right, like from watching him play, I feel like he's playing through something, right? But it's like we always have this things like if you play hurt, then people are crying about sit down, you're hurting the team more, but then if a player sits, they're soft because they're not playing through injuries, it's like and then with Mike, like, oh, look he doesn't know what he's doing, it's like these are all growing pains yes, this isn't the like what we wanted to see, there needs some revamping somewhat, there's a lot of things in play here, but we're in year two, I know we this is year two of the bill, like there's a lot of stuff that's going to change over the next who knows, from six months to a year, whatever it is it's not a finished product. We all want to see instant success, but let's give everybody from Monty, you know, all the way from Monty down to Mike Brown, like they're going to figure this out. It, it hurts watching right now, but let's keep our faith where it's at and let them figure all this out before we decide we want to get rid of a franchise player or, yeah. you know, beat those thing. I get that too, but let's, let's let the, all this sort itself out.
2: All right, Manny. I got you, Zach says Manny gets torched over there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Manny. Oh Come no on,
13: man. man. Hey, y'all
2: leave <laughs> Manny alone. The man. all caps like really puts
3: the emphasis, like yeah, Oh, you yeah. really get him over there.
2: Hey, that's all right, Manny. <laughs> hey, this hey Manny, this is home, baby. This is home over here. I'll say that about uh those guys. I'm sure there's a a, a level of crossover with those with those two chats, but that's also like right after the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you're probably at a... Like, I don't know what our show would sound like if we started an hour after the game. It might be different. Um, I was frustrated last night. Like, frustrated. I was just, like, sitting there, in, like, in silence. Just mm. agitated. Like, man, really? And and I think I was more agitated by the final two minutes. Hmm. Like, I was, y'all doing this. Y'all want me to buy this? Because I, I watched the whole thing with a completely pessimistic view. No, this is cute. This is this is this is box score hoeing right here. Mm. That's what y'all are doing. Ain't nothing here. And then they got they, they they got that last stop. They got it within three and kind of like looked at the screen and thought, boy, okay, it'd be fitting after what happened against Phoenix. We'll see. And then Rick Carlisle, I, which <laughs> I don't know why every coach doesn't do this. Rick Carlisle committed a foul, up three. And sent Malik to the line. Not only not only with the way the Kings were shooting from the foul line, that just makes sense to me. And there's no chance you're losing the game on that possession. But combine that with the fact the Sacramento Kings were shooting terribly from the free throw line, that was great coaching in my estimation.
6: Yeah, I mean, the, one, the concern with that always is making sure you foul them. The right time? Yeah, at the right I got time. You. And yep. that was kind of spotty because Malik was facing the basket and – that could have went sideways, uh, for for Carlisle. Mm-hmm. You say something this often uh, happens with you, especially like if if uh, and and you could explain it. Mm-hmm. If if a team, the Kings, are down twenty five at one point, mm-hmm. and in the fourth quarter they come back, you're like, that don't mean nothing. Is that a steadfast rule, or is it just well, situation to situation?
2: It's situation to situation.
6: Because, because my question to you would be, well, I don't, I don't want to be like, I, I don't think it was like, oh, this is a, a this can change their season that they came back no. and got it close. But like, what do you want them to do? Down fifteen with five minutes to go or three minutes to go? Like, just be like,
2: no, I'm not, I'm not like turning my nose up at the fact that they, I'm not, I'm not triple hing the. <laughs> <laughs> get away from me that they did that what i mean is i di- i didn't it doesn't mean anything to me it's 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 a story in the game for sure mm-hmm. but it wasn't like oh man the kings showed some heart there at the end like mike brown said that in the post game like like fine if that's what you believe fine mm-hmm. it, they they for some reason they ramped up on the defensive end it seemed to scare the hell out of the pacers the pacers missed a couple of shots which hadn't really happened all night mm-hmm. And the Kings were able to hit a couple of shots, which hadn't really happened a couple of nights. A couple all, all night. They got to the basket. It wasn't like they it wasn't like what Phoenix did mm-hmm. where they just walked down the floor, hit a three, came back down, hit another three, got a steal, hit another three. That's not what they did. De'Aaron dunked. I think I think Herder like dunked or layuped or something like that in mm-hmm. the final two minutes. It was it was like so y'all y'all just turning it up here in the final two. If they had done that exact same run six minutes earlier, then I'd I'd feel a little bit different. Then it would be, you know, they actually pressured the Pacers. I think there's a certain degree of a salute to the Kings, but there's also a certain degree of the Pacers thought the game was over. Mm -hmm. They were trying to just run out the clock at that point and failed. Mm -hmm. And, that's as much on them as it is on Sacramento. Sacramento did a great job of trapping, doing all those different things. I thought Mike Brown's challenge was wild.
6: Ooh, who's in control? They got to get all that, I, that responsibility. It revolved. was
2: so clear live in real time <laughs> that the referee just pointed the wrong way. Yeah. I feel like he told Malik as such. Right. And for Mike to ch- – again, maybe it didn't matter. Maybe it's just like, Mike's, I'm going to use the timeout. Mm-hmm. I have it. I can use it. Whatever. I thought that was insane.
6: That was crazy.
2: But, I mean, yeah, I thought that was insane. But it's not It's not like I wanted them to roll over and die and just end the game. It's, I'm not waiting it towards anything. Oh, maybe they can capitalize on this and take it into Atlanta. No, the, Atlanta's three days away. Mm. What happened at the end of, of that Pacers game isn't being pushed over. Like, I hate that. I, I hate that lame-ass commentator talk. You're down by 40. Well, they cut the lead to 10. Boy, these young guys, you want positive things that you could carry over into the next game. The next game's three days away. None of that is carrying over because one team is up 40. They're kicking it. They want the clock to expire. They're hungry. They want to get home or get to the next city or whatever they're doing, and this team's just trying to put some money on tape. It means nothing. And I hate this idea that it's going to uh, translate to something that's three days away.
6: Well, a lot of the times with the scenario you just laid out, you're right about that because that's guys who don't play cutting the lead down. So they're not going to play the next game. So it doesn't matter how they close the game out. Um, in general, though, I, th- I mean, there are times when they when can carry over. There are things that you could take from that. Um, last night specifically – I don't know. I didn't have a feeling like, oh man, this is gonna, you know, this is gonna uh, spark a, a change with this team. I, I didn't have that feeling, but I didn't. What did you think? See. It was it was good to see go out go out there and, and and try and
2: compete and do. Did you think they again. were winning? Uh, and, and, that, well, look, and and I and I won't even do the whole two minutes. That when they, when they were down three, did you think they were winning? or had a shot to at least send it I to overtime? I shot. I definitely thought they had a shot.
6: Like, I, I, I'm I, not really, I'm not really the type that, um, and I, it's it's just different, there's not one wrong or anything, but like when a game is a certain way, God, I ain't winning this game. I'm just kind of like watching. So I didn't think they would get it to a point where they had one shot to tie and win the game. I didn't think that was gonna happen. But once that happened and there was like 39 seconds left, was like, oh, you can get a stop and get a three. All right, let me see what happens. Like, I didn't have any feel one way or the other. Uh, when they got the stop, the Aaron pulled up with the three, I was like, ooh, maybe this goes in. And then it didn't hit anything. But um, I don't know. I, it's just, uh, I'll put it to you like this I'd rather, neither it, 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 one may matter. But I'd rather that than. The long ass faces when you're getting drubbed by 25, 30 points to the Pelicans. Show me something.
2: Well, no, it's fine. Like so that I, I feel like that's another extreme. What was it? A, a 14 point, 15, point, 15 game? point game, 15 point game. If it ended a 15 point game, I feel the exact same as I as I would with it ending a, a five point game or six point game or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It didn't it didn't change anything to me. It actually left me confused. Y'all, y'all y'all just got hit with a sense of
6: urgency with two effing minutes left. I didn't know what to make of that. And that's and that's also not exactly fair because they they had a sense of urgency in that third quarter. And they had an opportunity. They got it from thirteen to six. I think two. It was oh, like two. Four. It was four or two at one point. I think it was eighty five, eighty one. And and they had the ball. And they just couldn't get over that hump. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um so, you know, they they, they showed a little something and, and were able to get back into that game and then it walked away from them again in the last 2 or 3 minutes of the of the third quarter going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But I I'm, I'm I guess I'm looking for them to um sometimes in these situations you got to grasp at anything when you're struggling the way they are. You gotta you gotta grasp with that. You gotta say you know what, we we did not play a complete game, but when we lock in on the defensive end and, and really type it, lock in to get some stops, we could do that for forty eight minutes, not trap and all this other stuff, but just stay on the board, scrap, right. be scrappy out there. You guys have the ability to do that. When you're struggling the way they are, sometimes you you look at something like that to to hold on to something, to say all right we we aren't what twitter saying we are we aren't the season isn't over we're not we don't suck we just got to play a little better we got to channel what we did so we can play a little better sometimes
2: i, I said something about playing down to the competition that i do want to get to uh phone lines are open for you as well 916-909-1320 we'll come back with a lot more james ham coming up at the top of the three o'clock hour as well Stem KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on sacramento sports leader e s p n thirteen twenty I don't know I didn't know what I didn't know what the big lead in out of the commercial break was gonna be uh not not in terms of a story, just normally we got something it was just like the music hit and I was like I was singing the song, and my head was one sad by
6: a man who couldn't quit dope oh
2: man, please can I it's like, hey man, you should say something. It's a radio show. We got nowhere
6: to go. We we got um we got James Hamm coming yep. up at, at three. Yep. Uh we're definitely gonna be talking more kings. Can I can ask I, you something? Yeah. Like non Kings
2: related. Yeah, can I can I throw out one thing that because I, I mentioned it, something Lizy said about playing down the competition. Yes. I think that's a crutch for playing like crap. That's all that I think that it is. I don't think that's actually a thing.
6: I don't think so either. I think
2: that's a complete myth. It's nah, a it's a, a it's a line used in sports that I don't think is real. Yeah,
6: I don't I don't, I don't think so either. No, okay. Like, just play play better. Yeah.
2: Um it's all it is. You don't
6: think yeah, there's a correlation though because I do not. they do it against the weaker
2: teams? I do not.
6: I mean, they get their ass beat against the good teams. So, yeah, don't I don't always. I don't
2: I don't think it's a thing just with Sacramento. I don't think it's a thing, period. Hmm. I don't think that's a I don't think playing down to your competition is a real thing. Um I do think there's a thing is playing uh, like like you, you. I just think you could have an off night, mm-hmm. um, and if it correlates against a bad team or a so-called bad team, then we use this crutch of playing down to the competition. Like, no, you played bad. So, that's it. Yeah. You played bad. Yeah. And teams that and we like does does here, here. Do the Celtics struggle against the Wizards? No, not really. No. It's a thing that like that that's a so then you're maybe, either good or you're bad. Oh yeah, so then
3: maybe they're just not as good as we thought. That's that that's what it is. That's
6: what it is. I mean, yes and yes and I, I agree with you. I don't think that's normally a thing, but um I mean, usually teams there, there, there's, there's plenty of occasions where teams just don't play well. And the other teams play good. It's the NBA. I always say that. It's the NBA is full of talent right now. So because you think you should beat somebody or the record says one thing, there are guys that could drop 40 on your head on that other team, mm-hmm. no matter what team you're talking about. And sometimes they're playing, they're playing well. Did Charlotte beat Boston?
2: They yeah, beat
3: Boston. Boston. Boston gave it up in the last did couple minutes. Did they play
2: down to Charlotte, or did Charlotte just beat them? I guess Charlotte beat them, it's a game
3: Boston had, but they gave it up in the last couple minutes.
2: It happens. It happens. In sports, man. It happens. All it is. It's that's all. all. Lizzie had mentioned that, and I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to respond to it. But that's it. Go ahead.
6: Um, I, I wanted to just kind of get your opinion on and get your POV mm. on one of the, the big topics going on around here right now. Uh, insiders were talking about it. It's buzzing all over the internet about the A's mm-hmm. coming to check out Heart Health Park yeah. as a potential spot for the A's for for a couple years before they finish everything in Vegas
2: me personally hate it why you hate it because I can't stand that A's group I think it's trash I think everybody should no you 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 made your bed homie you sleep in it
6: I understand that
2: from a fan's perspective though I get it good for the city if it's good for the
6: city go for it I I I, I feel bad for Kyle Matson's james hams mm-hmm. and and everything like that, and I understand that to a certain degree this this city was in that same predicament not too long ago however if if this is an opportunity, I'll allow Oklahoma City when mm-hmm. Katrina hit
2: got you, yep. I got you got it. You got yep. to do it. It's I an opportunity to, to show it. you can host a major league baseball franchise.
6: Cause, Cause to be honest with you, this may be this city's only shot. I hear you. This may I be your you. only shot. I think you got to do it. And, but now here's one of the thing I, one thing I will say, I don't think I would do it blindly. Right. I don't think I would just do it on a whim. I would try. I, I, I don't know if this would be able to happen, I, I don't know. Maybe you'd have to do it a little blindly, go on, on on faith. But uh I would try to get some get some reassurance from Major League Baseball and say if we do this, mm-hmm. we move to the top of the line in mm-hmm. expansion. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, then I gotta come back and think about well, do I really wanna do this? Do I wanna have this type of look on my city and, and with this you know, now I got things I gotta decide on. Yeah, but I would also wait until the A's say yes, we want to come here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. once I got them yeah, on the yeah. hook saying they want to yeah. come here, I'd be like, let me talk to Rob Manfred mm-hmm. before I sign my part of the deal.
2: You could Berkeley and just walk away at the end if you don't want to yeah. do it.
6: Let me talk. Let me talk to. Uh, let me talk to Rob Manfred. And I try to get some type of insurance that we move to the top of the line if we go through with this. Is I, there I, if they, if they and if Major League Baseball said, yeah, we don't know when we're expanding. Yeah. We don't know, but
2: I was gonna say there's no well, hint of expansion for major league baseball. Is there a little bit. A little is bit. There? They've okay. talked
6: about Nashville a little bit. Is there's, there's always been some things circling around like Nashville. Uh it was more relocation with Portland, but they talked about Portland and, and a couple other places. Um hmm. but they
2: really trying to wedge sports teams into those two cities. Yeah.
13: Goodness.
6: Yeah, gracious. I, I mean, and that's what Sacramento's probably trying to do. This is this is yeah, but it. we're
2: never mentioned.
6: We were mentioned in hockey.
2: Well, that's true. We yeah, I guess we were.
6: <laughs> and this is and this is what
2: the hell happened with that.
6: Oh, it's all on the coyotes. Like the coyotes, oh, that's
2: right, that's right, that's right. F- the yeah. coyotes. That's th- right. That was an expansion. That was A relocation. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And
6: were, that thing is awful. Playing wherever well. they play at. But uh, yeah, man, if if you could get some type of insurance that you move to the top of the line. I'm sorry, guys. I'd do it. I, I feel
2: like it. we. I don't. I feel like we posed this question already. If you had to choose between a hockey team and a baseball team. Which oh yeah, one?
6: yeah. I think. I think I chose baseball.
2: Oh, did you? Yeah. I chose. I think I chose hockey. Cause if and if I didn't, I'm changing my mind. I think I'd rather have a hockey team than a baseball team. Yeah. The Sacramento,
3: like the fans, the way they are, like they're built for like being hockey fans. Like they would go crazy. I think
2: so too like it'd be I don't know how much we'd the, cover game. it like that would be no that, we, that we, would
3: be, we wouldn't we wouldn't leading with the Sacramento Coyotes or anything but like we'd be <laughs> Sacramento- going to the games and coyotes. stuff
6: no I think it'd be dope I'm thinking about also though like
2: you don't like the cold though I don't think you'd enjoy going into the
6: well I'd just bundle up just throw on the hockey weird. sweater just, I, just, I need more than that I need, a, I need a, a hoodie under the hockey sweater as well but um, I'm also thinking about having professional sports all year long like if you get I baseball hate, you yeah, get yeah. 12 months a year sure
2: so baseball's damn near 12 months a year right that's the problem would you say pitchers and catchers report tomorrow
6: (laughs) pretty much
2: slight exaggeration so
6: i once again sorry to my A's people out there but i'd do it but i'd only do it if i got guaranteed that we move us up to
2: the yeah like what's in this for us yeah i got you 916-909-1320 uh let's get our man maddie in here maddie what's going on baby maddie maddie you must speak now (laughs) hey thanks for calling maddie we'll catch you next okay wait wait wait. i I heard a voice nope Uh, matt okay yep Yep. nope huh what okay we'll catch you next time (laughs) good call all right (laughs) all right sacramento hockey sacramento baseball
6: do you have any uh you have any other thoughts on football this weekend?
2: Um, yeah, we're all really leaning on the Bills, huh? Uh, like, I'm not really caught up in the Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Maddie's back! I had a feeling he'd call back. I want to make sure we get Maddie in here. Maddie, that first call was fire. Let's get this second one in here.
1: My fault, <laughs> oh, y'all. What's up with the big? You good, baby? You what's good? good, baby? My bad, yo. Hey, I see you. can see what the crispy rice jersey represents.
6: Hey, man, it's forty nine. Hey Friday, man, I had to go with the greatest of all time.
1: Yeah, I was. I was thinking about going to that game tomorrow. I know it might be a little rainy, but you know, a yeah. little rain
6: can't hurt, right? I heard it's that. I heard it's not gonna be that bad tomorrow. There's gonna be yeah, rain, but it's gonna be misty and all this other stuff. Yeah. I think it's gonna be all right, man. So, um, yeah. I've been to one playoff game before. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's different, man. So if you got an opportunity and it's not raining too hard and it's not minus nine degrees, I'd I'd say. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was at the Seattle game last year. It was coming down pretty hard, like on the way there too, but.
13: Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, really yeah. it is
1: But uh, yo, so I'm calling because um, I feel like at this point, we all gonna have to throw in a few dollars. Or maybe maybe KC, maybe KC can can fit the bill because I know well, he got it like well, that. Yeah, well I know well, I he gotta got it like that. Matty, tell the but, truth. But but we don't have to hire a private investigator because a hundred percent Harrison Barnes is blackmailing Mike Brown because there, bro, there is no way he is this bad at basketball and is still getting playing time. Like he is so bad on both ends of the floor. And like I've been trying to be nice about it, bro, because like I wasn't a fan of of the re-signing. Like I'll be honest, I mm-hmm. thought they could have maybe got him for a little bit cheaper. But we we gonna have to do something because he's Mike. Our boy Mike Brown is getting blackmailed.
2: Like, <laughs> Maddie, you wild. <laughs> um, and here, you, 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 uh, so let, let, let's let, let's try this from a a different angle, Maddie. You just said Harrison Barnes is way too good at basketball to be playing the way that he is, and I and I and I've 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 pointed the finger at Mike Brown too, so I'm I'm not I'm not putting this on Maddie. I'm just working through this. I'm tr- I'm trying to come up with an alternate theory outside of Mike Brown being blackmailed by Harrison Barnes to play basketball. You, <laughs> Cheaters, pi's. You just you just said that Harrison Barnes is way too good of a basketball player to be playing like this, and I wonder if that's what Mike thinks too. Every time he puts him out there, well, like Harrison's gonna be fine tonight. He can, he's gonna get me 16 or 14 or 10. He's gonna be productive. And then he's not. And then Mike goes into the next game going, ah, Harrison, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be able to do this for me, which is confusing given the situation at the two guard spot. Mm-hmm. And would, that's why I've always, that's why I've said for a month, like, I feel like there's something about Kevin Herter that Mike Brown is just not feeling
13: mm.
2: because Kevin Herter, Hasn't Kevin Herter's obviously in the starting lineup. He's back in the starting lineup. I don't think he's exiting the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get an opportunity to play through things and figure things out. We okay. have no idea what the start of the season would have looked like had Duarte not got hurt. Right. But that has yeah. never been in question with Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe that's a Harrison Barnes thing, or it's a Trey Lyles thing. Because mm-hmm. remember, Trey Lyles was injured to start the season, mm-hmm. or at the start of the season. Yeah. So... I'm not sure I'm not sure. But
6: I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know why into into the to the scenario you just laid out. Like I understand it, but it, if that's the case, I mean the reality gotta be slapping Mike in the face I, I, at some point like this. I hear you. Like it, it literally when Harrison gets fourteen points, it's like the scene from Little Big League. Like, we're like oh or I can see Mike Brown being like the, the little kid. Look at him. There he got 14. I told you. You just got to give him time. Well, I'm
2: going to need Jordy yes, to pull him aside then.
6: Yes, sir. Like, bro, this is his first time scoring over five in five games. Like, No, it's not okay.
2: Harrison Barnes had two points yesterday. Come on, man. Oh.
6: He's just out there getting cardio. He didn't do nothing.
3: He didn't do nothing. He's having a career low in points, rebounds, and assists this year, I believe. Oh. Oh,
9: Part man.
6: of me, Part of me feels like, and and, and I, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna say it, because it's the only thing that makes sense. Because this is actually, I don't know if you can call it a compliment, but it's actually a testament to me thinking that he is a better player than what he's showing. Mm-hmm. It feels like he's pouting because he's not part of the offense. Or he's pouting because of
2: something. Uh, mm.
6: he's, he's, be, p- he's pouting because of something. He's in mm. trade,
3: boom, like trade talk, rumors, and all that. Like the offseason stuff. I think that stuff matters. Like he, it's I think
2: like a lot of uncertainty. I think that stuff matters.
6: Pouting. He's pouting, or he's he's just not motivated.
2: I wish we could ask him.
6: Because that's the that's the only thing. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because how even if you're not getting the ball and all of a sudden getting your shots and stuff like that, Harrison, you're a smart individual. You're you're a smart basketball player. You've been around here long enough and been around the game long enough. All right, I'm not getting shots. Let me find other ways to be effective. Yeah, he's not. He's like refusing. Nah, damn near.
2: Yeah, well, maybe you're right.
6: Like I. I know I'm not scoring. I know I get one rebound every night. I'm just gonna keep doing it, and not at one point did they say, "You know what? This is this is a big. Let me get on the boards tonight. Let me get after it."
2: He gonna average 11, and then after, uh, starting February
6: 9th, <laughs> I, could believe, I could see it. But I mean, and once again, the reason why I say I understand why that doesn't seem like a a compliment. But I do mean in a respect, in the respect of, like, he not, he doesn't just suck. Like, he's not just, like, this bad basketball player. Maybe he's he on a rebounding to, strike. Yeah, well. Like
2: like De'Aaron's famous dunk strike. Yeah,
6: and somebody needs to put him on a playing time strike then. Well, De'Aaron, <laughs> ap-
2: De'Aaron appears to be on a talking strike.
6: Because <laughs> well, no, that's a whole other thing. Like I said, a lot of people just worried about the wrong stuff, to be honest with you. Oh. But um, – it, it, with Harrison doing what he's doing, in the 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 way I, I like, I think he's a good ball player. I think he's a talented ball player. The only way you can keep doing this, I feel like, is if you're actively trying to. Mm. Like you're actively aware of, like, man, I ain't going in there for them boards like that. Mm. I ain't doing all that. Like for what? That's the only way with somebody with that level of talent. Can continually, continuously put up those numbers. Work, in my opinion,
2: working backwards: one three one two two one one four three one two zero. Those are rebounding numbers dating back it's, to the Atlanta game so on December twenty it,
6: It's so upsetting and disappointing to see him with these type of numbers. Are we at a point where
3: it's just best for both parties if we just move on? Feels no, like,
6: I don't think it feels like you it, can't
3: just like move on. How? Like what do you mean? That's fine. Like he's not giving you really any production right now. But what do you mean by move on? Trade I don't. Him? I don't want to say yeah. Trade him. Trade him. Yeah. Man. Like probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And I'm not saying necessarily like just get him out of here and we'll take whatever you're giving yeah, us. No. Obviously, you want to do something decent. But like for both the for both the Kings and Harrison Barnes, it's just time
2: to cut ties now. Well, <laughs> bro, I don't know. This is the stuff I don't understand. The rebounding stuff can't. You know, can't can't defend. You go you go to the let's start with the Utah game on December 16th. 16 19 10 19 12. Those are his point totals. And then 9 2 11 3, then you got 16 or you got 17 16 10 and now this last stretch. My what was goodness. The,
6: what were what were the games?
2: Uh he, the 16 19 well? 10 19 that one. Um, that started with Utah, Washington, uh, the Boston game. He scored ten in the Boston game. Uh, Phoenix, he had nineteen, and the last double digit game of that stretch was a uh, loss to Minnesota, he had twelve. That was
6: Phoenix, he had nineteen. Fox didn't play that game, did he? Did Fox play? Somebody was out that
2: game. Uh they won that game by fifteen. That was in well, that's Sacramento. hard to tell.
6: Um, Cause I'm trying to figure out if people, if the, if everybody was there on those games.
2: Well, I can, I can go to a. a I was, I was looking at Basketball Reference, so let me go to, um, let me go I to my, somebody. my box score archive here. Uh, what games did we say? We said Phoenix. There was Utah was in there. Uh, Utah. It looks like Harrison Keegan, Domas, Kevin Keon, Ellis. Yeah, no, De'Aaron Fox versus Utah. No, De'Aaron Fox returned versus Washington. Uh, yeah, he played. He, yeah, he played the rest of the games. Mm, that's
6: what it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't. I really don't know what to do with a Harrison Barnes right now and the way he's playing. I'm like randomly looking at these box scores, and I'm just looking at. The, I got this Wizards Knicks one because the last one I looked at.
2: Dude and. You got what?
6: This Wizards-Knicks box Oh, just a box score. score. A I box score. was like – And okay. I'm looking at other – like nobody's okay. doing this. I got you. All right. Nobody's doing this on the Wizards. They got either double figures. The one guy who's not in double figures, Tyus Jones, had two points. Played 37 minutes, had two points. 15 assists. Looking at the Knicks, nobody uh, – Harkinstein had six points. 17 rebounds, though. Bro, what? Yeah. Hartenstein had at 6.17 rebounds. Everybody else is in double figures on both starting lineups. Like, no, it, it feels like, I'm sure if I went through all the box scores, I could find starters who have a comparable stat line to Harrison Barnes. But it feels like no other starters is doing this, like doing absolutely nothing.
2: Harrison Barnes is now up to 12 games Harrison Barnes is now up to 12 games with one rebound or less. He's up to 18 games with two rebounds or less.
6: I just keep going back to and maybe maybe you know maybe I'm just a a, a sucker. But I mean he's, he's a better basketball player than that. Like he's not completely shot or something like that where he can't do nothing. That's 20- why I feel like it's 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 something he's got control over, whether he's pouting, whether he's upset, whether he can't get it. Like this is this is him, not oh he doesn't have the ability anymore.
2: Man, I'm think,
6: man, because he's just to me he's just way too talented to go out there with that many games as a power forward. Maybe he's when mailing it in. With, Maybe would he say, feels like he's with one or less.
2: One or less to rebound, yeah,
6: and that's that. That breakdown is almost being generous because if he got two, that's not good either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, I think
2: two was eighteen. Mm. Yep, eighteen games with two or less rebounds. His average on the season is two point eight. So if we just round it up to three, twenty five games with three rebounds or less. The glaring number to me is twelve. Mm. Twelve games with one rebound or less. Three games with zero rebounds. Hmm. Points are all over the place. Assist, I, I, the the assist number. I don't even know that this this matters, but the assist number is twenty eight. Twenty eight games with one assist or
6: less. I wonder if they've had a conversation. Harrison and a player. Harrison and Mike Brown. Harrison and the and the front office where somebody's saying, Look, man, this is what's going on? What's, like, I, like They don't even have to come like accusing him or, you know, in a certain way. Sit down and be like, man, what's what's up, man? What's going on here? This isn't you. How do we stop this from happening? But I wonder if a conversation has happened.
2: There is there is a fascinating like if you go back to last year, even when Mike was here, like the the beginning. The Mike just starts.
13: Mm.
2: We all thought Harrison was gone, Mm. like behind the scenes. Like we were just waiting for Harrison Barnes to be traded. Right. I think Harrison Barnes was waiting to be traded. We go back to that press conference at the end of the Luke Walton Alvin Gentry year. We're talking about a head coach. (laughs) They ain't gonna ask me. It felt like Harrison was gone. All offseason, it felt like Harrison was gone. Mm -hmm. Harrison's not gone. Really no chatter around the trade deadline because of the way that the Sacramento Kings are playing. The trade deadline kind of came and went. Then the offseason gets here, and the offseason is what it is. Remember, for those that have forgotten, they started contract negotiations with Harrison Barnes and then stopped. Mm -hmm. Everything stopped. What we learned during that time, the timeline matches up, they were in conversations with Toronto about what it would take to get OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Kyle Kuzma. I don't know anything about any other free agent. That's the only thing that I know is that they were trying to, they were inquiring about trading for OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. That fell apart or that didn't really go anywhere. A few days later, trade talks start up, or excuse me, uh, contract start start up. A day later, Harrison Barnes is a Sacramento King. So that's not the most like ringing endorsement of, hey man, we really love you. We want you here.
13: Mm-hmm.
2: And things aren't going the way whoever expected. And the first name brought up in trade chatter is Harrison Barnes.
3: If you kind of put the puzzle pieces together, like he's here because they haven't been able to cash in on an upgrade yet.
6: Well, and, and, and that's, you're right. But he's also here because he signed a contract. He didn't have to come here to Sacramento. If he had other offers, or if Jeff Schwartz was doing his job and getting other offers anywhere, I'm big fan of Jeff Schwartz he, here. He could have gone somewhere else. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if it was, oh, I'll come back. You know, I don't like how you guys are treating the whole deal. But you put um, an extra eleven million. Well, no, that's not what I meant. No, no. But I'm just talking in general. Oh, okay, I'm just talking in general. Like put an extra five million on there, then I'll 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 sign the deal. All right. Well, you signed the deal. Oh, got you. Like that's that's what you decided to do. So now that you're here, and we had you got the whole backstory to the summer, and they're talking about trading, that, like, no, you don't get to meld it in mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. You, if you, everything happened in the summer the way it happened. If you felt the way about it, then you could have gone somewhere else. You didn't have to sign with the Kings.
2: I hear you. We'll come back. We'll get James Ham's thoughts on this. He joins us at the top of the hour here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. James Ham coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, let's get back to these phone lines. However, 916 909 1320. But before we do, uh, let's remind you D 1KC is brought to you by Sky River Casino. Uh, 32 Bruce Street is a get- great place to catch all of the action, whether it's the Thunder and the Wolves tonight. Whether it's the Celtics and the Nuggets, because you can watch them both the time. Whether it's playoff action this week, no matter what your vibe is, 32 Brew Street is the place to be. And that's not even talking about the tables and the slot machines yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything that's jumping off uh, at Sky River Casino. So get in on the action. Sky River Casino is the place to play with 2,100 of the newest slot machines and over 80 table games. Sky's the limit, and it's Ramsey's favorite place. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Ramsey?
8: Not too much, gentlemen. Just two quick things about college basketball. First out, okay. let's give a shout. Let's give a shout out to
5: that wow. coach at
8: uh, Durham, North Carolina, last night for the defense they played on Virginia Tech and mm. shut them down in the second half. It's a
6: good look. And it's a my, real good look.
8: Yeah. And my, and my other, my other take or question is, if either one or both of you saw it. What's your take on Nate Oates, the coach from Alabama, pushing that Missouri player earlier this week? I think that's
6: the worst thing any coach can do, regardless of the level of basketball. Yeah,
2: keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. I'm not okay with that.
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I you know what? I saw there was a scuffle. I didn't see exactly what happened, but if if it was unwarranted, I'll. I'll, I'll did you see it? I did. Uh, I ain't seen it, so I'll take you and uh, Ramsey. It'll
2: take you two seconds to see it. Like, I mean, if you wanted to, you could see it. Um, I'll take
6: you and Ramsey's uh, well, it, word on that one—that he was he was out of pocket.
2: Yeah, you you, but you you can't do that though. Like that's that's my whole thing as a coach to a player. like you can't do that.
6: I could imagine a situation where.
2: Well, of course you, you could. Your coach is running around punching people. Well,
6: hey, get the hell out the way. <laughs> <laughs> you coach out here, bunch of people get the hell out the way <laughs> put your hands off of me. Juwan
2: but- swung
6: over people <laughs> in general. I'm usually against uh any of that like uh, ninety nine times out of hundred, but you know the, I can imagine a situation warrants like if, if if uh, the players are fighting yeah I'm gonna push the other player off get off of get off my dude
2: yeah I got that so I, got that. I but
6: I didn't see it I don't I'm assuming that's not what happened and like you guys said it was he was out of pocket
2: uh you got Louis, you said it was Lewis uh Jesse 9169091320 what's up Lewis
6: yeah yes yes
8: hey hey how are you fellas we
6: good man how you doing
8: oh man I can't complain except for this four game losing streak right i know Hey. right uh, but that's this what I got now. I, I mean, you, you, I, I've been with y'all for years, and but here's the thing to me: um, Sasha came over, um, heard her. Their confidence with Mike Brown early, early, early in the year was was shaken. Sasha, he's he, you know, every time he gets a chance, he 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 tries to eat, and he tries to step up and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But. I I just keep saying, man, I just wish Mike would work with these guys in a a little bit of a different way. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like Herter, he scored almost 30 last night, right? Obviously, Herter can get it done, but we we replaced him in the starting rotation after a playoff run, um, what, uh, (laughs) four weeks into camp or whatever it was. As it comes to Harrison Barnes, you know what I would love to see? Is maybe late in the game, maybe we run a double stagger screen for Harrison. (laughs) Wouldn't that catch everybody off guard? Right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right? Wouldn't it catch them both off guard? (laughs) Maybe we could do that three times a game, right? Or especially (laughs) when things get tight. With all that being said, my Baltimore Ravens, yes, yes, yes. What y'all think is going to happen here on Saturday? Um, that's going to be a tough matchup. It's Baltimore versus Houston. Um, I love them both. I love mm-hmm. them both. Those my mm-hmm. like two teams. Okay. My like two teams going against each other, so I can't lose. To, I can't lose tomorrow. But um, I'd like to see Baltimore win.
6: What y'all okay. think? I think Baltimore is going to going to handle business tomorrow. I, mean, I, I do I'm, like the Texans. Yeah, I'm a little not interested to win in, the game. I just mean not yeah, like I'm a little interested team. in what's going on with Houston. Um, and I'm speaking specifically with this with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just interested. I want to see how they come out and, and, and if they're going to make it a game. Um, and if they do, we may have a, a game. But I, I look at the Ravens the same way I look at the 49ers. They should, they should, they should
3: beat the Texans. I think they're going to make um, C.J. Stroud look, look look a little rookie-ish this, this week. All right, They're going to have yeah. something
2: for him. This is, this is grounds for clowning. Tyrese and Pascal Siakam are playing in Portland tonight. <laughs> i just like to remind you, Tyrese was carried off the floor like Ricky at the end of Boys in the Hood. Like Kane. <laughs> Hamstring fell off the bone like a chicken leg. Like Kane after he got shot and menaced to society. <laughs> All right, Tyrese, that's well, on your clown video for the rest of your career. Welcome back, glad, Tyrese. Glad he's healthy uh, <laughs> and glad that injury wasn't as dramatic as as he was making it out to be that night. Uh, glad my man is back. Excited to watch that duo. I won't be locked in Pacers and uh, Trailblazers. There's a couple of marquee basketball games I will be locked in on. Right. Um,
6: Real quick, I just saw that video on Alabama. It wasn't, it wasn't that egregious. Okay. I didn't think so. I, I mean, just don't
2: think coaches. He put,
6: didn't. He didn't have to do what he did. He could have stepped in between them and said, "Hey, both of y'all, cut it out." The whole. You know, kind of, he just straightened his arm. I wouldn't even say shoved him. He straightened his arm. Told him to get back. Mm. Eh, he didn't have to do that. Guy came up doing a lot though, too. Yeah,
2: he did. He came yeah. up doing a lot. So yeah, he did. Um. Oh, Baltimore, Houston. Um. I, I I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling blowout. I'm. I, I think we got a game here.
6: I understand. I that. think it's
2: Baltimore's game. Mm-hmm. But I think we got a game here.
6: Yeah, I understand that.
2: I oh, I that. almost want it. I'm excited for CJ and D'Amico Ryan and his future and all of that stuff, man. But I'm, if if the Ravens lose this game, boy, they're going to talk crazy about my man Lamar. Did you hear what Lamar said? No. Lamar, said, Lamar said, "I'm getting older. I need to win a championship." I was like, "Wait a minute, how old is Lamar Jackson?" What is he?
6: 27.
2: That was that's that's what I thought. I I'll look this up here real quick to make sure it's exactly right. Um, he's 27 years old. Yeah, my man was talking about getting older. I need to win a championship now.
6: Hey man, okay, it's, it's an urgency. Hey, I'm with it's, it. It's got, he's he's got a that. He's got
2: a team to do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm hung up a little bit. I, we started to bring this up a minute ago. Um, I'm hung up hung up a little bit on Buffalo, not because it's a road game for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I just think Buffalo's white hot right now. That's what yeah. I'm hung up on.
6: Buffalo might have uh, – the the one thing I'm a little worried about with them, though, is uh, their injury report looking crazy. They got a gang of people on the injury report. They also another um, big defensive player. What's dude's name? I can't remember. But he went out with an ankle injury. They had to be carted off. I don't know the, the final result of that. But um, it's not a good thing. Uh, even if he plays, he's nowhere near 100%. Yeah. So that you couple that with the fact that they they've lost three or four starters on the defensive end already out for the season, and it's like, man, another one. Like, how, how much? I know they're playing well, but how much can they take before you got guys in there that that aren't supposed to be in there, and they're asking them to beat Patrick Mahomes? You know what I mean? With that being said, I am picking the Bills though to win. Okay,
2: man, everybody, Jesse. I think you're the only one who hasn't weighed in on that. I guess yeah, I guess
3: the right pick is the Do you Bills. care? Huh? Are you are
2: you ready to watch football again?
3: Yeah, I'm not mad at these two teams. It's not my like their fault that the Dolphins just blew it. Okay. Like I'm more mad at Miami than anything. I mean I guess the Bills are the right pick, but it's always like I think Patrick Mahomes is one of the best to do it. So it's kinda of tough betting against him.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong pick in this at all. I'm not like it's it's like I get it's away from Arrowhead. It's 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 not like it's hot and humid. It's negative you know, nine. Like they're going week. from a cold place to a cold place. Like I, I I'm fine well, with that. You
6: know, it's it's on the road. It's on the road. No,
2: no, for sure. But like normally, I, I, I Mahomes is that, that
3: dude? How much is that going to really affect
2: him? I don't. I don't think that's a huge deal. If you if you were, if 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 Patrick Mahomes played in in Los Angeles and had never left home in
6: in January, yeah. all right, you got my attention.
2: He's going from Arrowhead to
6: to Buffalo. Well, I, I I think it plays a little bit of a role, though. You're dealing with. I mean, he's never had to deal no. with. No, I'm. J- Jesse was saying, how much does it affect it? I mean, he. He's, I don't
2: think it's affecting it as much as they're like they. They're. This is the biggest This is one of the biggest storylines of the weekend.
6: Yeah, it's, I think it's a big one. I think it's yeah, a big I, one. I, I, I just, I just don't see it that way. Role play well,
2: that's. Game. I think that's like. I think that's like big because like that's a testament to. Patrick Mahomes' career. Yeah. But I don't think that's like, oh
6: man, what is what is Patrick Mahomes gonna do? That's exactly what I'm looking at. I wanna see no, how he me. I wanna see how yeah, he reacts in those situations. No, not me. We've never we've never seen it. I'm not doubting him saying he can't play in that, mm-hmm. but we never seen it. It's it's different on the road, especially in the playoffs, especially in a place like Buffalo. Just think about what if Buffalo's loud enough where they gotta go to a silent count. He's never had to deal with that in the playoffs. Like these are things that you know the place is rocking, and you got you're down ten, and you got to bring him back. He's never had to deal with that. I, I want to see what it looks like. Once again, because, not saying he I, can't I, do it, but we've never seen it.
2: I guess I'm just not as wrapped up. I guess I, I could be wrong. Maybe it's a huge deal. It'd be the first time ever I was wrong. But I'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I I but I I just I'd like can can Kansas City pull it together in the playoffs versus a team who's been pulling it together for like six straight weeks. And looks to have, you know, hit a nice little stride here. Mm-hmm. Um, game
6: of the weekend, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's the game of the weekend. Um, Bucks, salute to my man Baker. Um,
6: Look, man. Don't say c-
2: something disrespectful.
6: No, 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 no. Call them frauds, Casey. No, 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 not that, not that. I, it just reminded me. Come on, man. Anybody want to say anything about Amy Trask?
2: Oh damn it!
6: Yes, come on, Amy. I, I got respect for. Amy, so did you so watch the? I,
2: did you hear the clip?
6: I didn't hear the clip.
2: I don't know. I don't know why she did that.
6: Yeah, I didn't hear the
2: clip. I, I'll, I'll get it.
6: But it's it's like you know I got respect for Amy, so I'm not gonna go crazy on so her. So I was gonna reach opinion, out to her. I, I was like, come on now.
2: Come I was on, gonna reach mad. out to her. So so tell tell everyone. No, well, don't so, tell everyone. I'll play it. Yeah. Um. Here is. Amy, did she join? No, she didn't. This is no, no. four okay. games this week. All right, all right Amy, hang on. Four okay. Amy, games. relax, Amy. Shoot. <laughs> Here's Amy Trask uh, talking about the quarterbacks in the playoffs this weekend.
14: Four games this week. That means we have eight quarterbacks. Did that math all by myself. Good girl. Four court games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Make no mistake about it. Everybody, be calm 49er fans. I'm not suggesting Brock's not a good quarterback. He is. I simply don't put him in the same category as the other quarterbacks. So I'll say it again. Eight quarterbacks.
2: The other, I just hit pause. <laughs> i let the right. I just, I, I love that woman to death. But the other quarterbacks also include Jared Goff. Come on, man. And, and, and I love Baker Mayfield, but. I don't. I don't know. Quarterbacks,
14: seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. What don't you like about it? It's not that I don't like him. It's not that I dislike him. He does things very well. He is surrounded by a tremendous, tremendous supporting cast, both on offense and defense. He is a good quarterback. I don't put him in the category of the other seven. Four-
2: Man, that was just such a. a those, that those was such ridiculous. a bizarre. The breakdown other seven to
6: didn't me. even didn't even look at it like well you know okay there's the three or four that I don't put them in the category of but you know maybe he's golf maybe he's baker just no all seven are terrific okay like if you Come if on. you were, I, <laughs> we, I don't know I don't even know what what the point of that was James
2: like. what do you she felt it, it felt like she had a point to make about cuz she delivered that in a dramatic fashion mm. right like she delivered that in a very specific dramatic <laughs> dramatic fashion she was trying to make a point about Brock Purdy, which I don't quite understand. James, do you?
10: No, I don't. Like, look, um, two, two, three years ago, the Niners were in the like this same situation where there are eight teams remaining, right? And it was like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Patrick Mahomes,
6: Matthew Stafford,
10: Matthews, Tom Brady, uh, Ryan Tannehill, and Aaron Rodgers. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, for me, there was no question that Jimmy G was either the seventh or the eighth best quarterback. Like you could say, you could make an argument either way with Anna Hill. The other guys all are guys that you could see winning a Super Bowl or have win a, won a Super Bowl or have made it to a Super Bowl. Even if you they hadn't done it that yet, point they still were that good, right? And you you knew that your quarterback was good enough and that's why i think they go out and they they trade picks for uh Trey Lance and you know they they tried to go get one of those guys right mm-hmm. but you found one of those guys and he just put up better numbers than Patrick Mahomes this season way better numbers hey. i think Patrick Mahomes threw 26 touchdowns like there are there are a lot of things that, like you could say CJ Stroud is probably going to be a better quarterback than him okay but this year Brock Purdy was a better quarterback and we can go through like even most of the team Jordan to, like, Love. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, like Jordan Love, he's uh, to me, <laughs> he's he had a terrific. great final seven weeks of the season, but he's not. So if I'm going to put like Brock Purdy in the conversation, like where do I rank him out of all of these quarterbacks? It might be fourth, it might be fifth, it might be sixth at the lowest, but I don't think so. Like who else are you going to put up there? So I-, I don't get it because this is not about, hey, who if you put this quarterback in that situation what would he do like you got 8 teams left this is his team mm-hmm. you can't like make up some imaginary you know Steven Reyes thing on the ringer i think that's who it was that like mm-hmm. oh like we're just going to put guys wherever i want to put them because it's my list and you guys can kiss my bleep you know that's that's not where we are like these guys are really really like over analyzing Brock Purdy and has he won a big game I don't know. Absolutely, you know he's won as many playoff games in his career as Dak Prescott.
6: He's won a big game. He, he's beaten the Cowboys in the divisional round. It was a big yeah. game. You know what I mean? Handle yep. that. You say people can say whatever they want. I don't. I don't know how they rate beating the Seahawks in a wild card round, throwing for I think three hundred and fifty or some yards in that game or whatever the case may be. Mm. I just with Brock Purdy, I'm not. I haven't. Studied the game of football the way Amy trash at trashcast, um, and other people who say this stuff, but I don't. I just don't know what they're watching, or maybe it's hard to say they're not watching because I'm sure they are. Mm-hmm. Niners are one of the premier teams in football, but like what if you're talking about oh, Brock just doing it because the people around him. Do you see the throws that he's making? Do you do you see the the high level throws that he's making the the pinpoint accuracy pinpoint accuracy every time the decision making i don't really know what they want out of a quarterback at this point he's got everything that you want out of a quarterback outside of lamar jackson's speed i guess
10: i guess but he's, he's a better pocket passer than than lamar jackson though he's a, i think like, he's
6: a, I, I don't know i like, think he's a better quarterback he, than josh allen that's he's been that this year and they love Josh Allen. I think he's a yeah. better quarterback than him.
10: Yeah. And I mean, did they not watch what Brock Purdy did to the Cowboys or what he did to Philadelphia? I mean, they broke Philadelphia flat out, just broke them. Now I, you can go back and say, well, he didn't step up in that three game stretch where, uh, you know, their field goal kicker lost him a game in, uh, in Cleveland. Um, they, 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 got like Minnesota. a crazy, really good version of uh the Minnesota Vikings and then um, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow was healthy at, for one of the few times all season long and yeah. torched them. like sure, he wasn't good in those games and he wasn't good mm-hmm. in the in the Ravens game, but the other 12 games he was you know for the most part exceptional. Mm-hmm. and uh, you can't take away the fact that like at what point do you look at a guy and say he threw for 4400 yards and 31 touchdowns? It is what it is. Those are his stats. There, they'll be his stats. Like, you can't go back and just erase his stats because you don't, you don't think that he's as good as that. I don't know. This isn't like the year Scott Mitchell throws for like thirty-five touchdowns and he was just a bad quarterback that happened to have one good season. That's not what this is. This, this is a, a a young quarterback that can grow into a to be a great quarterback.
6: And we we can leave this after I say this, but. He's done it since the second he stepped on the field. Mm -hmm. The second he stepped on the field, now probably 20 games ago or something like that. From the moment he stepped on the field, he's been making high-level passes, high-level decisions, and and game-changing throws from the second he came on the field. So it's, it's, it's whatever. I just don't understand kind of what they're looking at.
2: Yeah, uh, a a weird assessment from someone whose opinion I value very, 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 very much. Um, Yeah. Our 1320 uh, Kings insider of the insiders, James Ham, with us here uh, on Dealing with KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino Hammer. Hammer, before we get too far down the road, did you happen to catch that clip of Chris Haynes? Uh, Chris Haynes talking on a podcast that, He believes something happened with Pascal Siakam and the Sacramento Kings that soured Siakam on Sacramento. Uh, He said he was going to do a little bit more digging, check with some other people. Have you heard anything along those lines? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you haven't, but have you heard anything along those lines about Siakam potentially souring on Sacramento and maybe that's why the deal fell apart or a potential deal fell apart?
10: no i have heard a little bit of murmur that uh that the raptors tried to tr- uh, change a deal at the last second and and also just that it's possible that the kings weren't weren't interested in a five-year 250 million dollar deal yeah. or a four-year 192 million dollar deal that they would have wanted a, a lower d- dollar figure to really match who he is today as a player and who he'll be over the next four to five years as a player. But I haven't heard anything that would have made him sour on on Sacramento as an organization. Just dawned on me.
2: You know what might have soured? Uh, Hey, we're not going to pay you $250 million. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what soured him on the Kings.
10: Well, I mean, it very well could have been that they all were in a room and they had a conversation like, what does this look like? And would you be willing to sign? And he could have said, well, what are you offering? You know, under the guise that that the Raptors are in the room and saying that of course. you know are part of the discussion, yeah, right. And it could have been like, "Hey, look, uh, this is what we would hope to sign you to," and it'd be like, "Oh no, that makes me sour, have a sour stomach." I, I want to, <laughs> I want to leave now. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'm gonna, you know,
2: text we'll... Woj that it's over, or Shams. It was Shams. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna text Shams that talks are over.
10: Yeah, and I mean, like, look, all of these, like that is such a complicated deal because yeah. you're all in and you're all in on an almost 30-year-old player and then he wants all this money. And you understand like if if you're doing like basic capology that you're not going to be able to pay all these dudes a couple of years down the road. You're going to be in all kinds of cap hell and you're going to have to find ways to bail yourself out. And so one of those guys isn't going to be around. And the one guy who probably is is a guy that still owed 60 million bucks when he's 34 years old. And that's not easy. You're not going to be able to move that contract uh, or there's a good chance you're not going to be able to move that contract. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's complex. All of these it, all of these deals, they have their own pluses and minuses. You know, we, we've talked about it. You know, like, you could go chase a guy like Jeremy Grant who doesn't rebound at all, but he plays good defense and he can score. Uh, you can chase a Kyle Kuzma, who should, I think you should be... Questioning his motivation as a basketball player, but he his contract's incredible and his numbers are solid, and maybe he does fit next to these guys. Like they're whatever deal you're going to look at, they all have pluses and minuses, and you have to take a calculated risk and and try to minimize that risk as much as possible by by collecting as much information on a player and on the team you're dealing with uh, throughout the process, but. You know, that's why Monty McNair makes a big bucks. He's got a complicated job. Where do you think they they
6: are as an organization right now when it comes to feeling like they need to make a move? Do they, do they feel like they need to make one? Or are they just like, well, if we get one, that's cool too, um, but we're not pressed to do something?
10: No, I mean, I, I think that there's certainly expectations within the organization, and those expectations right now are being tested greatly. Right. This team, you know, a week ago was nine games over 500. They've lost four in a row. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, 50 Cent was in the, uh, the crowd. Uh, Mitch Richmond was there. Um, MC Hammer was there. Like a bunch of Giants players. Like that game last night was that's not what you, the show you want to put on. If you're Vivek Ronadive. And Kings if you lost can't tell that homecoming. they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can't tell that there was something off with that team last night, uh, that that it's been off for, you know, maybe maybe a month or two. It just looks so they something is, is weird with this group. And they've got to figure it out. And one of the easiest ways to figure things out is to mix it up. And I don't think the Kings need to make a trade to make a trade. I do think they need to make a trade because they plateaued and, you know, we're starting to see some players step up and and be better. And maybe that can have an impact guys like Kevin Herter, guys like Keegan Murray. uh, If they can start matching what we've seen from, you know, all of these other guys, then, you know, what we've seen from uh, Fox and Sabonis and, you know, and, and Monk all season long, Maybe you start to see the Kings of last year kind of take shape again. But I don't know. It's it's a little rough out there right now.
2: Yeah, this team of last year isn't going to take shape, Harrison, uh, uh, James, when one of their starters has two points, one rebound, and one assist. Or when one yeah. of those starters, and I'm sorry to continue to pick on him, has 12 games with one rebound or less. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. And if Mike is going to go out there screaming about rebounds, which he's stopped doing – probably partially because he recognizes one of his starters, is in fact not rebounding. Um, This
6: one, he's the only one. Keegan had nine boards last night. That's facts. Tomas keeps doing what he's doing.
2: Kevin Hunter out there working.
10: It's tough. Like, we looked at it today, uh, Kyle and I, like per 36. Like, Harrison Barnes is 16th on the team in rebounds per 36 minutes. Like, an NBA roster is 15 dudes. So – that means you got dudes that are above him that are either like, like Juan Toscano Anderson, who are, who's on a 10 day, which again, I, that 10 day should have expired by now, or it should be any anytime. Yeah, it did. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I saw that it expired but,
6: earlier. I think uh, Keith, Keith Smith. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said that
10: Early Yeah, but time. we haven't seen any, any announcement on no, that. Yeah. You're, you're right. So. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, whether he's still there or not, because he you can sign up to two, ten days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that you have to either uh they have to, you know, wave you or you just move on, or um or they can sign you for the rest of the season. Uh we're not to that point yet. You gotta get past February eighth before we see any of that. But like look, I am with you. Like you have to find somebody who can do something other than what Harrison Martins is doing. And I he's under a tremendous amount of stress. This is, you know, like his name is being mentioned every day in trade, uh, you know, rumors and everything else. But he, bro, you've been in this league like to... 10
2: years. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, I know. Like, but and I, and also, I don't mean to gotta... be
2: insensitive to that. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to be like unfair, but like, bro, you've been in the league 10 years. You've been traded like three times.
10: Yeah. I yeah. But know. you got to go not... and perform. I no, think that's gotta, it, what I'm right? saying. That's, you it. Gotta, you gotta that's it. You got a job. That's too. it. Yeah.
2: You're not traded yet,
10: especially on the glass especially on the glass. Like Bro, I the, don't understand that part of it.
2: The trade like, deadline is three weeks away. This is what yeah. we're doing for the next three weeks.
10: Well, hopefully not. Hopefully they figure out a way to get through this because as of right now, they just seem rattled. Hmm. Like I, you know, you hmm. had a couple of bad losses, uh, not a, a couple of, a couple of bad Gut punches.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Not, not that you did uh, like you did anything hmm. while you missed your free throws. Um, but like that, that, uh, Milwaukee loss, that's just such a blow losing, you know, when you're, you got a lead and and you miss a couple of free throws, you could have gone up six with 18 seconds left and you end up losing. That's brutal. And then you come back to, and you got 22 point lead and you blow it in the fourth quarter. Like these are hard losses. They're not like the other ones that you just like, okay, we got to forget that one, you know, be a goldfish. Let's move on. Like that's not what we've seen. These are tough ones that stick with you and they got to figure, uh, figure out a way to, you know, like mentally clean the slate and, and get out there and they got a, a, a weekend. This is like one of the rarest things I've ever seen where a team has Friday, Saturday and Sunday off. Totally bizarre. Uh, but yeah, maybe they, they come back refreshed, renewed, um, focused and, and ready to roll on Monday.
2: They're a tiger tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
6: He
10: might be at the RV <laughs> brunch.
2: It might be there. Solomon, Vinyl, oh. come through. <laughs> where do you start, James? You like, you're talking about fixing this thing, correcting this thing, wiping this? Sl- like where? Where? If you if you're Mike Brown, I'm I'm assuming they're off today. I have no idea. You're yeah, Mike Brown. What's the first thing you're saying to this team tomorrow at
10: practice? It's a good question. Um, that you know what? At this point. The first thing I think I would say would would be. What do you guys think? Where are we? How do we get through this? What are there any grievances? What do we need to put out on the table right now?
2: Do you ask the, the Jason we, Anderson question from last night? Do you, if you're Mike Brown, do you walk in and you go, "Are we still together? Are we? Are we? Is this still us? Are no, we still? Are we still together?"
10: I, I don't think so because. I think we saw that that answered by Demonis Sabonis last night. I do. Like Demona Sabonis said it very clearly. Like, no, no, we're still good. We still love each other. We're still a team. We still have each other's backs.
2: Yeah, there's a couple but, of guys though I'd make answer that question. Well, including forty.
10: Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess, but I, I don't think that that's the problem that he's turned on them. Because look, there's a big difference between
2: Harrison Barnes' heel turn is wild.
10: Well, well oh my no, God, there's a big difference. No, I no, I agree with you. Who's in your locker room and and who's on the floor with you, and the business side of it that's on you know that's up above. Like if you go in the practice facility, there's like, two courts, and then up above them, there's a wall of windows, and there are offices in those that include uh, Monty McNair's office. And I think Vivek has an office up there and like there's offices up there that overlook the court, the decisions that are being made up there and the decisions that are being made down on the court are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. And if you're Harrison Barnes, that's what you have to think of the whole time. Those are your your brothers that you're, you're going into uh, a game with every single night and, and trying to come up with a win. And you got to do the best you can for them in that moment. And then if that's not where you are at the end of the season, it's unfortunate. Uh, And especially because I know he wants to be here and, you know, he signed a three-year deal with the intent to be here, not a three-year deal with the intent to be traded. And, uh, you know, that's even, you know, he has insurance put in 15% trade kicker that, that helps out, but getting traded in the NBA mid season is, is, Really difficult for a lot of these guys, and and I know it's violins and stuff, but you know someone said, "Oh, he makes seventeen million bucks; he should be just fine." Like, look, he could—he almost got traded to a different country. He almost got traded to Canada, uh, three thousand miles away. And whether his wife and and child can pick up and go with him or not, a lot of times that's not what happens. They've got school, they've got things going on, they've got businesses, they've got other things that are happening here. And these guys go and live in a hotel for six weeks or or 12 weeks until the end of the season, and they don't see their family hardly at all. It's, it is it is jarring for these guys. And I know a lot of people just, like, throw that out the window, but, like, there's a lot of these dudes mine right now. There's a lot of, like, Harrison Barnes is one thing, but look, at De'Aaron Fox has been right next to Harrison Barnes locker to locker for the last four or five years, five years, five and a half years. Like, that's his dude. That's his his veteran, and like you're you're going through situations together as a team. It's rarely just you have your individual stuff off the court, but on the court you're going through stuff together, and there's a bond that's there. And like I don't, none of these situations are easy.
2: Getting traded to Canada on an election year probably isn't the worst thing either. <laughs> just I mean here's no, the probably bottom, true. Like, probably, look at the bright side of this.
10: Be like, that's your problem now.
6: <laughs>
2: yeah. Not All right, Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Uh. Bret Hart fan now, buddy. I'm in Canada.
10: (laughs) Well, I mean, did you guys see the thing with Siakam where Siakam getting traded from Toronto to Indiana instantly picked up $4 million in taxes? Mm. Like, a tax break that big? Like, right away. He got a tax break going
2: from Canada to to Indiana?
10: Canada's uh, tax bracket is 50% income tax. Oh, Lord. Jeez. Yeah, so from going from over there a to certain Indiana, dollar
2: figure, I'm assuming.
10: Oh no, I, it's it's pretty universal, I believe. I'm oh, not wow. sure. Wow. All right, yeah, Canada, but it's a lot. Well,
2: Canada, you've been ruled out. Yeah, I thought California there. was bad. <laughs> that
10: is rubber. Yeah. Well,
2: congratulations. So yeah, he he just
10: picked up like 4.3 <laughs> million bucks or something. Yeah. Like, hey, there you go. Well, salute to yeah. Siakam.
2: I mean, he probably won't notice with the 250 coming his way. But still, anytime you can find four million dollars, salute. <laughs>
10: I think Buddy Heel might tell him about it. Well, I'm just saying facts, yeah. facts, facts. I, um, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs>
6: one, you, <know, laughs> uh, you you asked the question of what Mike would say. Um, I don't know if it would be the first thing he would say. I think it'd be one of the first things, and it'd be one of the the tone setters for practice. Is I'm a believer. It could be wrong and it could be completely different in the NBA. I'm a believer of sometimes uh, you you give a stern tongue lashing and and sometimes you, you, you give them a swift kick in the butt. Sometimes you give your players a hug. Sometimes it calls for a hug. Sometimes it calls for you guys, let's get closer now cuz we're all we got. Yes. We're all we got right now. Everybody thinks we suck. Nah. We're all we got. If we're going to get out of this, we have to come together. And if I was Mike Brown, that probably would be how I would That would be the tone for practice. You're going to go hug everyone. We got to <laughs> We got to <laughs> okay. do this together. Okay. We got to do this together. Well, that's what what I'm saying, Kenny. And everything Domas talked about it in a video that you had is, hey, we're we're still a tight group. We've Mm got to come together right now. That's the only way we get out of this.
10: Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, get everybody in the room. Like, you know, where are we? What do we need? What do you need from me? What do I need to give you as a player? Like, how do we? How do we get on the same page right now? How do we put whatever it is that's it's broken with us, whatever it is, it's like bugging us, it's under our skin, uh, whether it's on the basketball court or it's off the basketball court, how do we clear that up right now and how do we move forward? And if there's something that's bugging you guys, if there's a reason why you're frustrated with this or this, let's put it out there right now. Let's just have an honest conversation. And if not, you know what, let's just sit here and hang out with each other. Uh, let's, let's get on the basketball court. Let's make this a fun day, play, play a couple of games that make sense and that, that are lighthearted and like, let's figure out a way to like connect right now. And like, sometimes that's what you need. Like this, the missing free throws is like, I keep saying it, it's, it's a clear symptom of something. And I don't know what it is because like, it's, it's a lack of focus for sure, but what is causing that, and why is it that it keeps popping up? And if you can figure some of these things out, I think you can you can go a long way towards pie- piecing this thing together.
6: Well, well, th- well, real quick to that point, Domas talked about it last night a little bit in that clip, and he, and he's right. Now it's I don't even know if it's focus. It's just something that is messing with him. Like it, we it, keep talking it, about it's, it because it keeps happening. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that, um, well, I talk about self-fulfilling prophecy, self-fulfilling, or like when hitters uh, are in slumps and they're like, you can't, some about, you can't see the simplest thing in front of you. Like that's the answer to get out of the slump is right in front of you and you can't see it because you're so deep into the forest through the trees. Yeah. Yeah. they, I think they're they're in their own heads a lot. Malik went one for six. That's insane. Malik is on ninety percent free That's throw and has been his entire life. Yeah,
2: and and you could see him. You could like the look on his face after those two free throws. Yeah,
6: and it's brutal. something. I don't know if they're going to be like a great free throw team moving forward. It's not something that is going to last all season long, but it can be something that lasts for like two weeks and then. But
2: hasn't it already? It's it lasted to, to this degree, point. It's this just degree, worse now.
6: Yeah, to this degree. This is something that just lasts until one day they shoot one game. They shoot like eighty-five percent from the free throw line, and it's gone. And then, and then we're not thinking about it yeah. on this level again. Right? Yeah,
2: we'll come back. We'll continue to try to fix the Sacramento Kings uh, with James Ham, and Dilo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. All right, I don't think we fixed anything during the commercial break either. <laughs> um, we'll continue to try to. Work on the Sacramento Kings, and as James laid out there a moment ago, like we'll come back here Monday, and it's going to be the same conversation because the Kings don't play for the next couple of days, uh, which could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Like they've done the uh, hey, we got to get right back there, uh, out there on the floor, and it hasn't worked, so let's try something different. They got a couple of days off, maybe just getting away from each other today uh, will help them, and then whatever they have planned for the rest of the weekend, uh, you know, they can. They can address some of these issues. Um, you brought up the free throw stuff uh, a minute ago, Hammer. Now it's just living in their head. And you saw, you know, mm-hmm. Malik's mm-hmm. reaction, seeing the two there at the end, and Doma saying, you know, I, "I just someone asked him like, how do you get better?" And that said, "Well, we practice them, like practice them." Now it's in our head, and I wonder how much of not playing well is in their head like we just, he like kind of acknowledged like a component to the game that it's just it's it's in their head it's being talked out now, now it's like all you can see i wonder how much of T. connor getting to the basket 50 times and then mike 5 minutes after the game ends says exactly what they did wrong which matched exactly what mike bibby said he would do during the broadcast to stop Connell. like there's a weird there's a there's a clear disconnect somewhere yeah. And this group and that coaching staff is going to have to spend the next couple of days trying to find it and fix it.
10: Yeah, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe, you know, I I think every team is different, right? So maybe they could use, like, a a field trip to San Francisco or to Santa Clara on Saturday to go watch the game together. They all get a box, (laughs) and they, they just sit there and hang out and watch a 49ers game and maybe that's what they they need because you know Mike Brown's son is on is on Kyle Shanahan's staff. Mm. Um, he's a quality control manager or something like. So he's he's there in um, in Santa Clara. Maybe that's something. Or or maybe it's we need three really really hard days of practice. Everybody get here early. Everybody get ready. We're gonna work this thing out. Maybe uh, hey maybe they need to have a conversation with the coaches on the outside. Maybe they need to say, let's do the, the old players only meeting. we got to find ourselves. And, you know, that's possible. But I also, I, I feel like a where Domos was last night was, man, we just lost three games barely. We barely lost all three of those. Sure, we did not play well in Philadelphia, but the last three, like we could have won all three of those. We could have easily had a four, a five and one road trip. We easily could beat not on a four game losing streak, but... On a four-game, a three-game, four-game win streak, and I get it. Like they, maybe that's just they don't feel like they're that far away. But it's also possible that it's that Demonis Sabonis is just such a, a basketball junkie and like a hooper that all he can think is how close they were to winning and not realizing like how far away they were from winning, mm-hmm. and and how they, you know, their own like the self-inflicted thing. That's what everyone keeps saying. That's, you know, like I, they don't need to make a t shirt of it uh, like they do with everything else, but maybe they do. Like, stop with the self inflicted stuff. Stop forcing it. Stop trying to do too much. Play within the flow. Like, everybody should succeed. Yeah. And like, maybe that's how they get back, but they're still five games over 500 yeah. just because they're on a four game losing streak as opposed to the three game losing streak, a uh, win streak they were on last year at the same time. Same record they had last year. Hmm. They got a, a a road trip coming up. It's not even that bad. Like there are wins out there for them. So, uh, you know, I I think if they can have a real heart to heart here and like a sort of a reset button moment, uh, you know, at the midway point of the season, then I, I think they'll be just fine.
2: Uh, I don't like the shot you took at people who turn everything into t-shirts. By the way,
10: <laughs> put it
5: on.
2: Kind of took that a l- took that it on a little personally. Shirt. I-
10: I need to make a bunch of them for Kyle, like like me and Kyle. We, we have, have a
2: a large inventory of Smash Them Boys well, hoodies. If you'd that, like those, that one was not that <laughs> um, that cleared. I don't know why that one didn't sell too well. I I can't quite <laughs> can't one, quite put my finger on it. Once but again,
6: that one was not cleared with with anybody here. I it wasn't cleared.
2: Well, that's just Dave Garcia being a fan <laughs> of the show, going, "Hey, you know what? Kenny says this all the time. Let's make it a shirt." And it's not as funny when you're walking around with that on. <laughs> on your hoodie, but go ahead. Sorry to, uh, sorry to distract you.
6: I, I I hear everything that you're saying, uh, James. Uh, about you know, there's a number of different things internally um, that they could do to kind of get a better spot. But I'll just ask you personally: you think they need to make a move? Like they need to they need to shake something up in that locker room?
10: Yeah, I do. Like, and I don't know if it shakes something up in the locker room. I just like if your goal is to go from good to great, then you have to be honest about who you are and you're not great yet. And in order to get great, I think you have to make a move that makes you better. And it's again, it's not make a move to make a move, make you need to make a move. That's not on the peripheral. That's not like your eighth, ninth, 10th guy. You can push a couple of guys down to eighth, nine, tenth tenth by bringing in the fourth, fifth, sixth best guy, but like you need to make something impactful here, and it and it's because you you have plateaued, like you got to a point where this you don't want this to be who you are. Like you need to be better than what you are, and like everyone in, can see they still need the long, super athletic, you know, defensive minded, like three, four. It's just, it's obvious. It's not that like, we're not like calling them out or anything. We're just saying you don't have that player. And until you, you find some of these pieces that are missing, then you're going to continue to have a a major glaring weakness where Mm. half the teams in the league or, or 35% of the teams in the league have a player that you can't match up with. And you can hope that Keegan Murray can get to be that player. And, and, you know, either be that player that other teams can't match up with, or be that player that teams can that you can put on that player on the other team. But that's a lot to put on a young guy. Like, go get that guy. You know, if you want Keegan to be your second best scorer, you know, twenty plus point per game guy, then go get him. The guy that can stand next to him and help support him to get him to that way, to to that point. And I, I just don't think that that's where. The Kings are, they're not there. Like if, how many times do we have to say Harrison Barnes doesn't get a rebound before you say, okay, I need someone else that will get a rebound instead of Harrison Barnes. Mm. And they're not hiding on the bench. Like Kessler Edwards is not just like they're holding him back. Like he, he just got sent to the G league so he could stretch his legs a little bit, but, and I'm not trying to dig in on, on Kessler. It's just. You need a you're if you're going to be a really good team, you need really good players. And so that means you you still have to go find a couple of them. You're not there yet. And again, that's okay, but be realistic about who you are and where you're going. And then hopefully you can get there by by going out there and making a couple of moves.
2: And what if they don't?
10: Um I, I mean, I'm not saying that they're they're not going to make the playoffs or the play-in. I'm like, it's okay. Even this season to get through this season and say, okay, we need to address it this off season. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But like, you have to be realistic about who you are and where you are. Uh, like it's always possible that this team just gets on some crazy hot streak that all of this just seems like a distant memory two weeks from now. And they're, they're riding a six game win streak and they're cruising along. And well, you know, there is a certain
2: 11. level of pressure in uncertainty that we talked about at the beginning of this conversation that is gone yep. on February 9th could that have a positive or that I'm not asking you could it obviously it could maybe that has a positive effect on this team and I still think their ceiling is probably exactly the same but maybe this extreme roller coaster that we're experiencing right now maybe that maybe that settles down a little bit and instead of a roller coaster maybe it's just some bumper cars the rest of the way
10: Yeah, you got to hope that their floor isn't lower than you think. Really, you do. Sure. Like, I mean, I think the ceiling is probably roughly still the same. I think it's probably still like first, second round of the playoff team. Mm -hmm. But when you have this type of roller coaster season, the first thing it does is it impacts where you're playing your your first and second round playoff games. Sure. So that's the first thing is you lose home court advantage. People forget, like, that was a big deal last year. To have home court advantage although it didn't work out all that well especially game seven but like that's that's the first thing that you lose so i i don't know like i this team to me it feels like a team that for whatever reason like something's been hanging over their head for a while and they can't figure it out and they gotta they gotta take another step and and, and a lot of times that means that they've gotta they've gotta make a move they've gotta make a move that Helps them become a better team that that increases their talent level and gives them a better chance at winning. And it's got to be a player that fits what they're doing. And and again, not to knock on Harrison Barnes, but like you can find a player that they can play better defense in him. They can shoot the ball close to what he does at the three, but that gives you just way more opportunity, way more flexibility, way more options than what we're seeing so far. And that player might struggle to get the shots too, but if he can average five or six rebounds a game or if he can play stellar defense, then he brings a different value to the team. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you don't make a move to make a move. You make a move because you have to, because this is where you're at as a franchise.
6: Do you think um, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, not that they're done for the season, but do you think they're kind of going through um, a spot where they're out of gas a little bit?
10: I don't know. You know, I, I wrote um, at the Kings Beat, I do my weekend review. And I tracked the previous four games where they were like four and one, right? Uh, maybe they were two and two over the four games that I covered. But the common denominator in all four games, except for the final game, which is the one where Kevin Herter went off for 28 points, was Fox, Sabonis, Murray, Monk. Fox, Sabonis, Murray, Monk. Fox, Sabonis, Murray, Monk. Fox, Sabonis, Murray, Monk. It's like four dudes carrying all the weight. And then all of a sudden Kevin Herter's like, I got this. And then we have some of the other guys make some mistakes and and hurt you. And so like, look, when you're four guys who are carrying all of the weight, you're going to have moments where you run out of gas or the weight gets too heavy and you need somebody else to pick it up. And so hopefully that's what we're seeing right now with Kevin Herter. And hopefully we're seeing a young guy in Keegan Murray who's, willing to take on more and more because I, I that looks like what's happening right now. Um, but at the end of the day, like these guys do need help. They need to make sure that they've got, you know, that they're eight to 10 deep of guys that are going to be out there doing things that matter each and every night. And at, at this point, I don't think they have, they, they can't write and pin what they're getting from a bunch of guys. And like the instability that, that Kevin Herter has shown, not just like throughout the first half of the season, but in the playoffs uh, through that stretch last year. It has to, if you're a GM, if you're a coach, it's got to be in the back of your mind that we're seeing a really good stretch from Kevin Herter for like three or four games. And that could snowball into eight weeks of really good Kevin Herter. But is it? Is he the right fit? Is he sustainable and all that stuff? Right now, man, he makes them look totally different. And like, you can see why they were so good last year with Kevin Herter but you can't have these you know 4 to 6 week stretches where he's just not the same player and all of these things have to go into calculus you know you, you got to look at yourself honestly and say can we re-sign Malik Monk this offseason and if mm-hmm. you can't what do you do then mm-hmm. you got until February 8th to like make decisions these are all part of like what's going on right now and and it's not if you're a player and those things, all of these thoughts keep start seeping into your mind. Hmm. Maybe that's why you're missing free throws.
2: How much of this falls on Mike Brown? Obviously, the free um, throws—that's not a Mike Brown thing at all. But could be some other things with this team that you 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 got to look at the coaching staff a little bit.
10: Yeah, I mean, I I think like nobody's clean in this. Like I, I think Mike Brown knows that too. And, and to be honest, like. I just, I'll just keep saying this. They're five games over 500. They're still a playoff team right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it just doesn't feel that good. So, I, they're, you know, a coach has to take on some of the blame for what's happening. That's just the nature of the business. Uh, but, you know, he's also the coach that led you to 48 wins last year. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're trying to build a structure and a culture that's different than it was before. And I think that that culture is still there. Uh, you just got to find a way to get through this sort of weird area. Um, and like, look, there are games where this team has come out, and you know, my, like, we had and they did not run the game plan. Yeah. Or a game where they just flat out miss all their free, and they lose you know, again. Two of the last. If if they don't lose these, uh, you know, if they were the last three that they barely lost, right? If somehow you win two, we're talking about a team that's like right at nine games over five hundred. So, yeah. because you,
2: you know what this record reminds me. Ever like been watching League Pass? Flip over to a game that you're watching. It, it doesn't have to be League, be on ESPN, TNT. What? And the home team you're coming back. They're coming back from commercial, and the air is going nuts. Crowd is on fire, and the home is down 15. And you're really confused as to why the arena is so lit with their team down 15. <laughs> and then you find out they were just down 30. And that crowd is. It's a 15 point game. But it's not a 30 point game anymore. <laughs> it's like you look at you look at the King's schedule and you go, Oh, there are five games over 500 Yeah, but we're watching. <laughs> and we see what's happening, and it doesn't I said like it just it it's doesn't it's 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 off. Like it's not it's not right.
10: No, I, I totally agree. Might have been a dumb think,
2: analogy, yeah. but I always find it funny when like a arena goes nuts and the dull Mark Jones the lead has been cut to fifteen, the crowd's going <laughs> crazy, and you're like, What? What is going on right here?
6: Sometimes you can hey, feel e- it though, like you feel like ah, oh, things are changing.
2: But oh, everyone's God, I feel like in that's what like Kings also... fans are feeling right now. But it's the wrong change. Well,
10: is that? I agree, but I also I think sometimes you turn to that game, and what you don't realize is that some guy just missed two free throws, and everyone got cookies.
2: <laughs> well, well, yeah, and, and they're just
10: screaming to scream. They're just having a great time. But you know, great, greatest... glad that they're not paying six dollars for a cookie.
2: Greatest in in game. <laughs> Activation in history. The
10: cookie yeah cookie crumble.
2: Just shout out to Crumble Cookie, man. That is phenomenal stuff.
6: Yeah, oh, man. Just well, I like I put said put that I'm...
2: into the Kings playoff chances. <laughs> Every Kings fan gets a cookie the further they slide down the
6: I think mm. um I think they 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 need uh a, a little bit of a reminder that they are a good team. You know what I mean? I, I can I, I sense that that they need they need a reminder from, from you know each other and from the coach hey man we're we still a good team we're in a rough spot right now uh, yeah we're we're not going to shoot we may not be number 1 but we're not going to shoot 50% from the free throw line every game we will get better at the free throw line um just stay locked in stay together guys that's what I that's what would be my message if I was on the team man. just let's stay together Let's stay together. And one of the things we did talk about earlier, which we had a little bit more time to talk about, is I think one of the differences between uh, this year and last year is I don't know if this team winning is the number one most important thing to everybody on the team. And last year it felt Mm. like it was.
10: Yeah. Well, that's an interesting – I mean – That's a a lot to unpack. Yeah, sorry, we did it with three
6: minutes left. But, like, it's not to say that I think they all want to win. I think they all want this team to win. But they might be distracted with contract or trade talks and, you know, where they're going to be at in a month or six months is at the forefront, and then it's winning. Last year it felt like because of the circumstances with the players, their contracts, where they were in their career, nothing else really mattered except for whether or not they could win. And if they could win, everything would fall into place. And I don't know if that's the case this year, <laughs>
10: right now. Well, they got to find that. Like, it, it, they got to figure that one out. And, you know, I, I think sometimes that's what – that that might be, like, the elephant in the room. Like, what are our motivations? Are we still all in? Are we still are we still moving together? And, and I can f- understand someone like Davion saying – well, no, I'm not really uh, – I got one foot out because you guys clearly have one foot out on me, and and I'm not playing. I'm not in the rotation. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe maybe you do get an all-in from him. Maybe you do get an all-in from Chris Duarte, who's out of the rotation again, or, or uh, JaVale McGee, who's out of the rotation again. Mm-hmm. But the that's I, I think at this point you need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, where are we? Where are we as a group? Because right now we're in a, a rough spot, and we need to figure out how we move forward together. Um, and and if you're not all in, like Mike has always said, if you're not all in, it's you can tell us that. You know, you don't have to sign the banner, but we understand what that means. That means that you're not all in, yeah. and we'll find someone who is. And so uh, sometimes that's that's a tough reality of the business.
6: I can't wait for them to have that conversation as a team and for Jake to ask Domas to expand on it, and then Domas tell him to shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah, I, I,
2: <laughs> I, 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 I look forward to that.
6: Because Jake yeah, asks his that.
2: questions <laughs> in such a, like, happy way. You know, Jake's a happy guy. And hey,
6: hey, you want to expand on what happened? No, I don't.
2: No. Also, get your stupid <laughs> microphone out of my face.
10: I will not be answering that question.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Most unpredictable team in the league, man. A hey, and sorry to Demonte Sabonis, twenty-one, eleven, and ten. No coverage today. Well, his, his teammates should apologize. To he, he, they absolutely we would, should. We would have about it, bro. Is he, racking up triple doubles 3? like Brody did?
10: Oh for three in the second half.
2: Shot wow. attempts. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. that's insane. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Hey Herder was getting them up though and Keegan was getting them up. Uh salute to them. I mean gosh, it's incredible to think the Sacramento Kings had a 27 point score, a 21 point score, 31 and 24 and lost.
10: And a triple-double
2: to a team yeah. without their best player who apparently sat out last night so he could return tonight <laughs> with Pascal Siakam, his new teammate. Hmm. So Tyrese are there- Ty- Tyrese are getting clowned forever for your <laughs> dramatic ass exit for something that kept
10: you out five games.
2: Um, he, yeah. Go ahead, Hammer.
10: Oh no, he was all over the place last night. He was engaged in what was happening. He was booing I Buddy. Think was of course, he, was. Buddy, he was, was booing Buddy. He was booing Buddy Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> why Tyrese will always be one of us. He was booing Buddy Hield.
10: Yeah, yeah. And Shout out to Buddy Gene who played Smith? a good game. It looked like at one point Jalen Smith was thrown up in the trash can. They also lost Isaiah Jackson in the middle of the game. Jeez. Like sometime he hit his head at some point. Like there was all kinds of weirdness.
2: I think I saw you tweet that. Did you tweet that that yes. that kid was throwing up in the trash can?
10: Yeah, he was right by my guy Larry. He was like literally like hugging the bowl, <laughs> oh, like of a trash brother. can. Oh man, that's what it looked like. You know, I don't know if he had someone hold his glasses or what.
2: I don't know. Hey, he had a nice little game last night, so he might throw up yeah. again tonight.
6: Real quick
10: before we get out
6: of here. I meant to talk about this earlier, but it's been a busy day. Just want to say rest in peace, Sports Illustrated. Maybe we'll oh, talk yeah. About I wanted to talk oh. about that. Talk too. about it more on Monday. Yeah, that's that awful. That is sad, sad That is day. absolutely we'll, awful. We'll talk about that more on Monday because, okay. man, memories.
2: Yeah, awful. That is, that is just terrible, terrible, terrible news. Um, yep. Make sure you check out uh, the Kings Beat, and uh, we'll be back here Monday. There'll be a lot of playoff talk on Monday, and we'll get you ready for the Kings and the Hawks at the Golden One Center. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. We're going to head over to 1025. We got a keyword to send you to see Jodice in Las Vegas. We got Janet Jackson tickets coming up today. We got a huge week next week, but if you want more Kings coverage, we got that coming up here as we'll run it back next on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN
4: 1320. Vamos, 49ers! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.